Attention FM DJs in the greater Portland area. Your daily show prep begins now. The scene is Rockaway. The time is my childhood. It's my old neighborhood, and forgive me if I tend to romanticize the past. I mean, it wasn't always as stormy and rain-swept as this, but I remember it that way because that was it at its most beautiful. In those days, the radio was constantly playing at our house. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Now, I love old radio stories, and I know a million of them. I've collected them down through the years, like a hobby. Anecdotes and gossip and inside stories about the stars. Plus, I recall so many personal experiences from when I grew up and listened to one show after another. This girl singing used to be a favorite at my house, one of many. Now it's all gone, except for the memories. And I've never forgotten any of those people or any of the voices we used to hear on the radio. Although the truth is, with the passing of each New Year's Eve, those voices do seem to grow dimmer and dimmer. The All-American this is Rock and Roll Radio. Come on, let's rock and roll with the Ramones. Stay tuned for more rock and roll. In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world. And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July. And you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution. But from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live. To exist. And should we win the day... The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. 
Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. It is 11 minutes and 15 seconds after the hour of 11, and this, the month of March in the year of our Lord, 2009. Thank you for coming along and making a part of your listening day. We are live from the plushly appointed yet not overly ostentatious studios of AM 970 to Talker. This, my friends, is the Rick Emerson radio program on excursion into amusement. Thank you for coming by. If you would like to join us today, talk about whatever might be on your mind. You can do that. It's 503 733 2970. 503 733 2970. You can also email if you like it. It's Rick at Rick or Richie with a T at 970.am. It is Monday, and welcome to Day 12. You are killing me right now. <laughs> um, well, so before we bring uh, Richie in here, so uh, Sarah and I are here, and we should address some things that you may have heard or may have heard about. Hold on, I gotta adjust the lights. It's a little bright in here. Hold on a second. Okay, crazy. I'm just saying. That was the heat. <laughs> I'm adjusting everything. Look, I'm delicate. <laughs> All right. So, depending on where it is that you spend your mornings, radio wise, depending on what you I listen to. I know where to, I spend my mornings. <laughs> you know where you spend your mornings today. Um. <laughs> Depending on uh, what it is you listen to in the morning hours before you turn over to enjoy this uh, very fine radio program, you may have heard some promotional advertisements. Some kerfuffle. Some kerfuffle. You may have heard a bit of uh, an imbroglio on our sister station. What station would that be? That would be Rock 101 KUFO. Oh. Sarah Dillon. Okay. Um, you may have 
heard mutterings about this. You may have heard uh, some sort of rumor-mongering, ill-founded gossip, baseless speculation. So if you were listening to Rock 101 KUFO this morning, especially after, oh, I don't know, 9 a.m., you may have heard something which... heralded the launch of an exciting new radio program. Now, you may not have heard this directly. You may have just heard people discussing this. You may have seen something posted about it on the Intertron. You may have received text messages. You may have heard half of this. It may have been a small piece of an announcement that perhaps you heard as you were tuning in or Coming back from the kitchen, perhaps buttering a bagel. So, if you heard the announcements of which we speak, I will be clarifying those in a moment. If you have not heard these announcements, if you don't know what I'm referring to right now... Then you're scaring the crap out of people. If I am, in fact, terrifying you with every <laughs> syllable that leaves my mouth at what seems to be a maddeningly deliberate pace, then I will take a moment here to give you just a little bit of background, and then... We will address you are all of those things. <laughs> well, if you went to RickEmerson.com this morning or if you went to uh, my MySpace page, uh, I posted this late last night. I can't I remember what it actually said. I think it actually just says in huge letters. And I think I removed all of the other blog postings. There's nothing up there. There's just, I mean, there's, you know, there's, the, there's the banner, you know, or whatever, and there's the, you know, the links on the side. But if you go to RickEmerson.com or if you go to my uh, MySpace page, it actually ju- I removed everything else, and it just says, be listening Monday. March 9th at 11 a.m. She says it in big letters. We didn't put anything else beyond that. I didn't put any other details. Um, and if you went to the uh, the MySpace page, you'll find that I actually uh, just posted the same thing, that I uh, disabled all the comments just because it was going to be easier to do that uh, than to try to sort of respond to everything. So now that you're all hopefully listening, we should say this, that... This is, what, 2009? So, 11 years ago, in 1998, the Rick Emerson Show first came to Portland, Oregon. And we've been here doing uh, what we do more or less uninterrupted uh, since then. Various radio stations, various permutations of uh, the show lineup, and various radio corporations that have at one time or another seen fit to employ us and to broadcast our message of mirth to the people. We were at a Hot Talk 1080 KOTK, which then became 910 KOTK, which then became Max 910. We were uh, brought over here uh, to CBS Radio a few years ago. We broadcasted from the uh, broadcast, broadcasted. We were there at the Coin Tower. We've been over here at the uh, the uh, CBS Radio Portland Studios East for a couple years now. And all of us, everyone who's been involved with the program through all of its various incarnations and iterations and evolutions, and and all of y'all out there, uh, we've been through 
a whole lot of stuff together. And all, as Henry Rollins once said, the high times, the low times, and all the times in between. And all kinds of, all kinds of ups and downs, uh, both with uh, the program itself and with radio and with uh, Portland and the country and the world. And through all kinds of changes and through any number of, any number of celebratory moments and number of challenges and setbacks and great opportunities and fantastic events and moments that were difficult for all of us in a lot of ways. But through all of that and through every one of those days, every show, through every live event we ever did, through every guest we ever had, Every meltdown that anybody ever sat there and listened to, awestruck that somebody would actually hand over a radio station to a group of obviously incompetent fools. Anytime you ever listen to this show, you presumably got some sense of community or a sense of family, a sense of uh, certainly nothing greater than yourself, but something bigger than yourself, that you were, you were part of something. And that we were part of something with you. And that is one of the one of the magical things about radio is that radio has almost alone among various forms of media or broadcast, radio has the power to to unite people no matter where they are. In a way, in a way that television certainly doesn't. In a way that uh, in a way that a book doesn't. A book can certainly transport you, but a book transports you in some one-on-one -on -one journey with the author, you're transported to the world inside the pages. But radio is different than that. Radio is one person talking to one person and everyone simultaneously talking to everyone else, which seems like a paradox. It doesn't seem like a thing that can even happen, but it does. And if you have listened to this show, if you listen to the other shows on the station... You know, you've heard that happen. If you've ever sat in your car and you were late for an appointment, you were late for work, you were late for school, maybe just getting off work, going home, you should have been going inside, you should have been uh, turning off the car, but instead you sat there in the parking lot, you sat there in the driveway because you wanted to hear how a story ended, you wanted to hear the rest of a phone call, you wanted to hear exactly what was going to happen next. If you've ever listened to the show and you've heard something that prompted a reaction that maybe you hadn't anticipated, maybe you, you know, maybe you laughed, maybe you were um, angered or infuriated. If you ever had any sort of emotional reaction to what you hear on this show, then you know what I'm talking about when I talk about the magic of radio. And the community of radio, and you know what I mean when I say that all of us together, that is, again, everyone in this room, everyone who's been on the program, everyone who has ever listened, called, come out to see us, that you are all part of that one big entity that has made this whole thing happen. 
So, having said all of that, we never take anyone for granted. We never take a single listener for granted. And we have never, ever, ever lost sight of the fact that, as Paul Stanley once said, without you there is no us, and that every bit of success we have ever had on this show has been because because you all had a choice and you chose us. You chose to listen to us. You chose us over whatever else was out there at any given moment. And that of all the various options available to you, that you made this program your destination. And so all the success that we have had has been simply and solely because of you. Because otherwise we're just a bunch of you know, cranky bastards on the street corner shouting at people who don't really care who we are. So as part of that, and because of your loyalty to the program, because of all the support you have given us, I am proud to announce that this program, The Rick Emerson Show, will be moving to Morning Drive on Rock 101 KUFO as of this coming Thursday, March 12th, 2009. Where is that, Rick Emerson? That is Rock 101 KUFO, our fine sister station across the hall. Um, and y'all are familiar with the station already. Uh, of course, our good friends Cord and Fatboy holding it down in the afternoons there. Uh, until very recently, uh, Adam Carolla in mornings. And just, you know, what they, as they say, it is a heritage radio station and a station with a long and storied history. And if anybody thinks I'm just mouthing that, you know, you ask around, you ask anybody who has lived here, you ask anybody who is from Portland. I remember, it, not to make this about how old I am, but, uh, you know, growing up in Washington State, and I would come to Portland uh, because I had a lot of family that lived here. And even, you know, even then, it was, uh, as they say, they were legendary calls, KUFO, which, by the way, are like the most badass call letters on earth. And KUFO is a legendary rock station, a legendary station that has provided countless untold hours and months and weeks and years of entertainment to people. And the idea that we are fortunate enough that we will have the opportunity to broadcast on KUFO to take this program, this sort of grand experiment in radio, to mornings on KUFO this Thursday is is wonderful and flattering and... and Early. (laughs) Early and... Uh, not a little fear-inspiring, uh, all in equal measure. So there were a lot of announcements that I, be, I believe began airing in the 9 o'clock hour over on the uh, Rock 101 KUFO, our future home, this morning. And there were some sort of cryptic things that I think were probably floating around before that. But now we are here. We can confirm it. We can tell you uh, straight from the horse's mouth, as it were, that this program... The Rick Emerson Radio Show will begin broadcasting Morning Drive, Rock 101, KUFO, this coming Thursday. That is not today, that is not tomorrow, that is not the day after. It is, however, the day after that. Morning Drive on Rock 101, KUFO, the radio station across the hall that we have looked at, admired, coveted, (laughs) 
stared at with the little window bitter, there. seething envy. That will now be our new home in mornings. God help us all. And these have been a trying few months. And not just for us, certainly, but for everyone. There is this sense of fear and instability in the air. There's a sense of vertigo, of things spiraling out of control, sometimes at a pace that is almost too rapid to comprehend. And then there seems to be doom around every corner sometimes, or institutions, or authorities, or even the, the, the fabric of the country it seems to be in a state of chaos right now. And at times like this, all the stuff I was just talking about, community and, and family, can provide a real sense of solace. Uh, you know, a, a, a place of, of, of unity or of relief, of, of commiseration. You know, the feeling, however fleeting, that there is still a core, a center, that there's a, the place where things can make sense, where, there's, where, where there is laughter and amusement and all of that stuff. Uh, that can seem so small, that can seem so insignificant, things that can seem unimportant, but that you know, just by dint of the fact that you're listening to the show, you know that they're not unimportant. You know that they are crucial. And as the man says, now more than ever. So again, this program, the Rick Emerson Radio Show, is going to move to mornings 5 to 9. I say, as every fiber of my being trembles in anticipatory dread, 5 to 9 a.m. mornings on Rock 101 KUFO. Because right now, really, and I want to make this point with absolute crystal clarity, because when even some of the communities that you cling to, with families and friends, when everything you, you know, everything that you can cling to can seem unstable or, or off kilter, when everybody seems afraid or gun-shy on some level, it can be pretty easy to reach your breaking point. You feel like you're going to reach a moment of critical mass or a flashpoint. You're going to reach an instant where you say out loud to yourself, is it too much to ask for one happy ending? Is it too much to ask that one thing end well? Is it too much to ask for one small piece of purely good news? And the answer is, No, it's not. And now, though, from the Ministry of Truth, this is Tim Riley. Ladies and gentlemen, returning to his rightful role as news director and living God of the Rick Emerson radio program this Thursday, March 12th, on Rock 101 KUFO, will you please give your undivided attention to Tim Riley? I have goosebumps. Oh, my God. I, oh, my Hello, Tim Riley. Oh. How are you? You know, I have never been better. I, I am humbled to be here. This is just incredible. We never thought that this was going to happen. This doesn't happen. And, and it, like it's, sur it's surreal to be here. I, I never thought. Telling me. And your news file is still there. Tim was going through. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what a mess. I mean, but I'm, I'm going to start cleaning uh, very soon, and we're going to be ready for our brand new show beginning this Thursday. I, I'm just humbled to be here. I was going to say, you think it feels surreal now, my friend. Uh, wait until the alarm clock is going off at 3 in the morning, and you're oh, happy. here at 5, God. giving news to the people at 5 a.m. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yes, anyway, it is. I, I, I just don't believe it. Um, I was just brought back here by a black Mercedes. 
And uh, I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> I never thought this day would come. It's almost like we've never been away, yet we have. I know. It's been, I cannot believe it's been three months. It feels like no time in, like, years. I have to say, it feels simultaneously like... I was just going to back up what Sarah says. It feels like it has been so much longer than 90 days. I mean, really. And I I have no... I have no frame of reference even for, for what the last few months have been like. And again, you know, as we said at the time in, in early December, when everything sort of went sideways on us, we said at the time, and we'll remind everybody now, that it wasn't just for us. It wasn't just here at this station or uh, or here in this building or in this uh, at this company or in this in this industry. I mean, it's it's everywhere. It is everywhere. But I have to tell you, it has just been it has been such a strange few months. In ways both... Did they just give you your key card back? It works. Yes. Thank you, Richie. And Richie gave me brand new hit. Richie has lost about two million pounds since yes. that last time. Yes. <laughs> he, he looks terrific. Everyone you have a key looks wonderful. card. And you're wearing a tie, by the way. Well, you know what? No, this is very ironic because this is the same shirt and tie I wore on my last day. Is it really? Yes. Was that intentional? It was. Well, good for you. <laughs> Going back well in the day when I was told I would not be decorating the Christmas tree. <laughs> uh, look, uh, we're going to need to speak to you uh, upstairs if you can just sort of come along. Uh, I, I didn't even realize that you were wearing the same outfit, so mm-hmm. well done. We That's played the, the same opening speech. And we played the same opening yes. speech just now on Tim's uh, final day, which was last December, mm-hmm. uh, December 8th, a day that will live in infamy, and not just for John Lennon. Um... God, December 8th is a bad day. Everybody should start staying home. I mean, first, December 7th is Pearl Harbor Day. Yes, it is. And then December 8th is the day that John Lennon dies. It's the day that that guy from Pantera got shot on stage. And it's the day that Tim Riley uh, was let go from the program. So that day we started with Woody Allen's Radio Days. My favorite. And and then it was followed by the Ramones' Do You Remember Rock and Roll Radio? And by the way, that was unchanged. We didn't alter that at all. Mm-hmm. And it works on like a hundred different levels now because we started with Woody Allen... Talking about you know, the, 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 the days of radio when he was growing up, and certainly AM radio is what he's discussing there, and it goes into the Ramones. Do you remember rock and roll radio? Um, because, of course, as we've said several hundred times, and we'll continue to say it, we will be moving to Rock 101 KUFO, our sister station across the hall. Rock 101 KUFO, this program, the Rick Emerson Radio Show, will be moving to mornings this coming Thursday, the 12th. It will be Sarah X. Dillon, Richie Bristol, Tim Riley, and myself. This program will be returning in its full glory mornings beginning this Thursday on Rock 101 KUFO. Incredible. <laughs> I don't uh, believe I'm here. I, after all of that huge, I don't even know, This is what I, I almost don't even know what to you're say. You're a bastard, by the way. I've gotten so many panicked emails from listeners like, you guys got fired again? You I, threw that out longer than I would have ever imagined. Well, Sarah, you only get to make these announcements once. That's true. That's true. You gotta I mean, make... really, you got to make people squirm for it a little bit. And plus, I mean, it, not to be all, you know, whatever, but it, it, I mean, in some in some sort of philosophical sense, and I really do mean this sincerely. And we'll look. And Tim's not going anywhere. Uh, Tim's going to stick around for a while today. Yes, I had no place to go for the. <laughs> I, I've been doing a podcast. I mean, your midday social calendar hasn't uh, it hasn't filled up. I, I, w- I woke up every morning thinking, okay, what happens with my life? <laughs> what shall I do? Well, I'll pick out some socks. Um, but I do believe, and I mean this with absolute sincerity, that it is just 
It is just such an effed time out there in so many ways. Yes. I mean, that it is just as... You know, I find myself quoting Howard Beale all the time now, where he says, I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. But it is just so weird out there. And, and you know, I'm, I'm sure we're talking to any number of people right now that are, are in a weird place with their job or with their finances or both, or, or they're, they're afraid that they're going to be in a weird place. And the idea that we are able to, in some small way, just give... One happy ending to one story. That we, if we can in any way have something end well, have a piece of good news uh, for people. Uh, you know that is, I mean, that makes the whole thing worthwhile right there. I mean, it's you know it's exciting in in a billion other ways, but the idea that we can resolve things with a smile on our face and a song in our heart is just. Uh, you know, it's just unbelievable. I don't even feel like I'm awake right now. I feel like I'm dreaming. I know. It, it, it feels so, like, I can't even, like, describe how it feels in here right now. It's weird. And I have to, and I do, I think I speak for all of it. I say I have the same sensation. And I just, I have a weird kind of out of space and time feeling at the moment. Also, I slept for, like, two hours last night. So. Me too. <laughs> uh, and also, Tim has been sitting here this whole time as we did this big, like, 25-minute melodramatic opening. Um, that And by the way, and I apologize that we didn't even get into the opening until, like, six minutes after. Um, but I felt like it was a regular show, really. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> the more things change, Tim. <laughs> um, it just, there was just so much, so much going on today, and and this has been something that again, a lot of people maybe heard bits and pieces of this, or you people sort of heard rumors that it was going to be happening, and a lot of things have been discussed, and a billion things all had to come together, and, and this morning at around nine uh, fifteen. All the uh, the sales folks and everybody from upstairs, we all gathered in the conference room, and you know the, the news was was broken, and everybody was very excited, very you know very happy. Everybody's, I mean, it's just it's a, it's a great vibe right now, at least in in terms of this and us and the show, and everybody's excited. And Chris Paddock is Chris Paddock. I'm sure we'll stop by uh, at some point in the near future, uh, and uh, and we'll we'll talk to Chris Paddock as we prepare for our move to Rock 101 KUFO, which is coming this Thursday, March 12th. Mornings five to nine, uh, and we'll have you know, we, we, a lot of uh, the questions people are going to have. We'll try to answer as many of those as possible. Tim is going to stick around. We'll take a break here in a second and try, in some vain sort of way, to get caught up. Um, but we made the announcement at the sales meeting this morning, and then the promos I think had already started running. I think in the nine o'clock hour of Adam Carolla today, the, the promos started playing, and I and they didn't say anything about Tim. We were very careful about that. None of them said anything about Tim. They just said. Uh, the, you know, they talk about you know the, the cure for everything you hate about morning radio. You know the, the Rick Emerson show coming to Rock 101 KUFO Thursday, March 12th. But they don't say anything about Tim, and that was by design. And we did everything we could to make sure that nobody knew that Tim was going to be on the show today, and that nobody knew that Tim was going to be part of this announcement. And Sarah and I just just agonized over how to make sure that nobody found out and that we didn't the word didn't leak out. And I, I hit under my umbrella walking down here. From downtown area, and people stop me. Aha! You're the big surprise at eleven. I'm I'm sorry, I'm not at liberty. This to morning say. they did. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to hide under my wow. umbrella, and people are stopping me. I don't even think Zin knew. I don't even think Dave Zin knew you're going to be here because no. He's, who are you here to see? <laughs> That's what he asked me. Do you have an appointment? Are you here to turn in a resume, Tim Riley? I am here to take down the Christmas tree. Oh, it's already been done. And uh, so <laughs> we came in here at eleven o'clock this morning, and Tim sat here uh, as we were doing this whole opening. And I was waiting to see if I would accidentally screw up, if I would say Tim Riley by mistake. 
I did. I and I had. No, I was so paranoid. I I tested that that Tim's news open about mm-hmm. sixteen times while you were talking. I had it just it, it, everything. Um, everything in me to not say Tim Riley as soon as we came on and of course we started the show just now and Sarah's sitting across from me and Tim's right here and I was fighting off all the old habits of saying working on the following story for your edification it's Tim Riley because I was like God if you blow this you're going to have to go kill yourself but you know what the same bit of stories that I never got to do is right in front of me <laughs> New York's Christmas boat parade changes its name these are all the Christmas stories I never got to Jay-Z and Beyonce aren't just crazy in love they're crazy rich the more things change Tim and the Joe oh. Jones and Taylor Swift are God. involved somehow. At least Good God from last, At least from November 24th. Is this Lisa Desjardins? Yes. Oh, God. Is she on hold? Six minutes late. All right. Let's what should we do? Pick her up. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome now to the Rick Emerson Show from the Hills. CNN radio correspondent to the stars, Lisa Desjardins. Hello there. This is great. Tim. How are you, Lisa? Wait. Why, thank you. It's phenomenal. I'm, I'm, I'm just psyched. I'm just so excited. And, and I can keep it short also and to help with time. It'll take as much time as you need. You know, you're a pro, Lisa. <laughs> we, expect, we expect nothing but, a, but a class, sophistication, style, amusement, and wit from you at all turns. Yay. Well, all right then. <laughs> How's your day going? It's going great. This is, this is a big turn. You know, it's all stem cells in the morning, all congressional earmarks in the afternoon. And, uh, and then there was this. It was great. This is a great, great surprise. I have to say, actually, that uh, for those who maybe uh, didn't hear the show when it first happened or you didn't hear it live or, or whatever, on December 8th, which was Tim's last day at that time, um, Lisa did just the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Maybe the single nicest gesture that anybody has ever done. That was terrific. I still have that on. I dubbed it on a uh, Oh, good, CD. good, good, good. Where uh, Lisa re- sort of went around the Capitol and was getting everybody's reactions on Capitol Hill to the departure mm-hmm. of Tim Riley from the Rick yes. Emerson show, which you played, and I didn't know it was coming, and nobody knew you were going to play, and it was just one of the best things we've ever heard in our life. It was, it was a hit. It was definitely a hit. And so I have to thank you uh, for that and for... You know, uh, just for just Help, for, for he, everything. So that actually helped President Obama get his stimulus plan passed. <laughs> well, it's People we like to be part of the solution, what? Lisa, not part of the problem. <laughs> oh. So here's my one question to you guys. Yes. I mean, th- this is my one thing. I feel like ever these these days, as Howard, you know, Howard Beals would say, "Let me have my toaster." I I think. I'm sort of I'm sort of getting used to, but not happy about the fact that we get like one day's notice for everything. Well, it's not one day's notice. Um, Two days notice. I mean, well, it's, 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 Monday, we've got right. we've got today, we've got Tuesday, we've got Wednesday. The, okay, well, the, I guess I guess that's true. That's a little more than we're used to. So we got a we got a few days. Uh, so Thursday is going to be our first day of transitioning to. Transitioning is the word they use now. We don't like to say change because A, because A, Barack Obama sort of owns that word, and B, I think they did some sort of focus group, and they found out that change makes people afraid sometimes. If you say things are going to be changing, they go, I don't like things that change. I like things that are the same and covered in cheese. So uh, we're going to say transitioning. We're going to be uh, taking the, the program in the mornings, but that's going to be happening Thursday. So we got to, everybody here has got a few days to sort of exhale and to wrap their brain around everything. Wow. So Dude. it's all... It's all very exciting. I think so. it's, what, what are the hours? Are you disclosing? Uh, five to nine. Five, five to nine. Wow. Yeah. Bam. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah. Wow. So, I, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, I will probably only be one of those yeah. things. I will probably be bushy-eyed, as a matter of fact. So, <laughs> I have to say, I can't speak for Tim. Tim, when is the last time you did an actual full-on morning drive? 
Not like the Imus. Well, you, that, the Imus thing counted, no, I guess. Because you, you were there. Like, well, Imus really wasn't radio. <laughs> because there was nobody listening. <laughs> no. There has to be somebody listening for it to be a radio station. I'm trying to remember if I ever did mornings. You didn't do like uh, you didn't do mornings on like a country station or something? No, I did nights. Uh, that's I, a lot of fun. Oh, no, I did mornings on uh, comedy radio. It, it was, out of 75 stations in L.A., it was number 75. So that is it, was, funny. it was forgotten a long, long time ago. <laughs> That's I where, did it for two years. That's where the comedy came in. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We're going to try to sell some spots. That was 1988 to 1990. No, no, no. We've got a huge TSL. <laughs> uh, I haven't done Morning Drive in, this is, what, this is 2009? I haven't done Morning Drive in 13 years, so that'll be fun. So, really, the first time the alarm clock goes off, it's just going to be wondering whether I reach for that or whether I reach for the bottle of pills. But I'm sure that I'll make the right choice in the moment. Anyway. I'm so excited for you guys. I think it's great. Well, I'll tell you what. It just and it, 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 everybody's got a billion questions, but uh, I, let me let me put it this way. Uh, in terms of in terms of you guys, uh, my people are talking to your people. They said we'll put it okay, that way. Good. Good. So that's what matters to me. Yes, we are everything. We're gonna, you know, this is sort of it, sort of like you know, moving uh, moving from an apartment into a uh, into a spacious manor, and so <laughs> everything is being everything is being sorted, filed, stacked, collated, boxed, taped. Uh, and shipped over to the new place. So okay. uh, all those conversations are happening as we speak. Great, we're very totable at yes. CNN Radio. So that's good. Exactly. Uh-huh. It's because you come with a. It's because you come with a with a handy uh, carrying uh, strap on the back. We do side so. and uh, you know top handles. Oh, good God Almighty! All right. <laughs> well, we'll, that's good. Steve's going to be happy because the three of us were emailing like, what? What's been? What? You know, are we going to? What seems to be going on? Are we still good? What's up? Yeah. yeah no, so. we uh, everything everything all the details and that are being ironed out as we speak. Fantastic! So. I will spread the word here in Washington. Please do. So Thank on you. that note, I apologize. We've got to skedaddle no, no, at the no, moment, no. Oh, but yeah, uh, yeah, great, we will great. talk to you very soon, yeah, Lisa. I'm so glad you're back. Okay. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Lisa hey. Desjardins, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Do we need to get a break here? Yeah. Let's this feels like it's not really happening. Doesn't it? It seems weird. It's weird. I'm a little freaked out, frankly. <laughs> so uh, can I just tell you this? this is one final thing. There was actually a moment about 10 minutes before the show where I still hadn't put together Tim's news theme with the, sort of that, that Hunt for Red October music. Mm-hmm. I hadn't put that together. I didn't have the Independence Day thing found. There was like nine important emails I had to send. And then we're sending an email out to the Glorious Bastards here. It's probably already going out as we speak. And I hadn't written that yet either. And then plus Tim was here. And then plus we had about nine minutes before we got on the air. And I swear to God, I almost just uh, I almost just passed out into the door of my office as I was trying to walk out into the hall to do something. I felt this moment of like Lucille 2 vertigo. I'm like, ah! All right. Back after this, it is the Rick Emerson radio program. I can't believe we're live on the radio. I know. This isn't a recording, by the way. People think they're listening to a best of. No one told me. This is March 9th. We are live. Good God. Good God Almighty. Here on AM 970. The Talker. A proud part of the CBS radio family, the network of Edward R. Murrow. i got to sit down. Oh, and right. then we are moving to KUFO, which is the Rock of Portland. Am I not mistaken? Rock 101 KUFO this Thursday morning, Tim. That's right. That'll be this Thursday morning, March 12th. 
by the way, there was a... Uh, Does anybody else feel kind of jittery? No, oh, I yeah. feel jittery, and I have like a raging headache oh. all of a sudden. Yeah, my stomach is uh, doing this kind of flip-flopping thing that I'm not really all that happy about. That's wonderful. Uh, so you can find out more at uh, 970.am or KUFO.com. I believe if you go to rickemerson.com uh, right now, there's a Zinky graphic uh, that is up at the moment. Yes, or there Riley it is. RileyLive.com. RileyLive.com. SarahXillin.com. <laughs> and uh, also, if you go to, um, uh, certainly if you go to KUFO.com, if you go to 970.am, or if you go to rickemerson.com, uh, there's a link that's going to take you to some, I really have to say, I mean, I, I know that this, we're sort of like a, uh, this is like we're selling past the clothes, uh, probably to, to a fair number of people, but I gotta say, there's these, uh, whatever, promotional... we've been, we been in Amsterdam for so long, this is a big deal. I'm saying 100,000 watts. 100,000 watts, that is ridiculous. It covers hundreds of miles from a big hilltop. So 20 times the reach that we have right now, that is crazy. Easy. You know what? It, it really is the full spectrum, 100,000 watt propaganda platform that our inanity so richly deserves. So, so um, there's some. I have to say this: there's some fantastic promotional videos, and I'm not just saying that because I'm in them. I mean, they're just they're really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And those are going to be sent out uh, to y'all if they haven't been already in an email. There's going to be links, and uh, so do us a favor if you would, if you would forward those on. I got to say, it, it really, it just with all all modesty, they are they are wonderful. They're really, really, really cool. So there's five of those. You can go see those at rickemerson.com or at kufo.com. Um, and again, you're going to get an email that has those. So forward those along, and you're going to be hearing if you listen to KUFO as you should be, and of course you will be uh, starting Thursday. You're going to hear a lot of audio versions of those. In fact, we might play some. I've got they're all on the V drive here, so I might actually mm -hmm. play some of those here in a few, just so you can kind of hear what we're this is, because. And we'll get Steve Kasman in like five seconds here, um, because the switch to KUFO mornings for this, the Rick Emerson Radio Program, starring Sarah Exdell and Tim Riley, Richie Bristol, and myself. That happens on Thursday, but in the, in the meantime, in between time, uh, you know, for today, this is our time down here. Uh, for today and Tuesday and Wednesday, I mean, obviously, it's just it's a whole lot to process and to talk about and to, to, to just a whole lot of stuff, uh, a whole lot of things, a whole lot of things, a whole lot of things. Are we um, also going to be playing rock and roll music? Why, Tim, the, oh, I'm sorry, do we have to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I hate this. <laughs> Guarantees there. I didn't realize Steve had been there for like an hour. Hello, Steve Kastenbaum. How are you, sir? You know, before he was about to take away my airtime there, I was going to say it's, it's good news that he's back, but now I don't know. <laughs> oh, Steve. <laughs> Hello, Steve Kastenbaum. How, How are Steve? you today? I'm doing great. Uh, congratulations. Uh, I'm excited you. for you. Guys. Thank you, my friend. Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate that. It is. Uh... You, you, when are you going to be syndicated into New York? Because morning radio in New York City is horrible. That's what we keep telling people. I mean, I'm just going to say, from your mouth to the ear of Les Moonves. Uh, and have him get us, uh, like some printer paper, uh, while he's at it. Because we got, right now we're printing everything out on the backs of old run sheets from the music stations here. And, and or on paper that is bright orange. So that's no good. Also you tell him that, uh, we're out of coffee filters downstairs. I, I will. He, he's here in New York, right? Yes. Well, I mean, you should go visit him. Go, yeah, maybe that could be your big, uh, your next big set piece. Go, uh, go find out what he thinks of this. I know some folks over at, uh, the CBS, uh, radio, the national offices over there. Maybe I can, uh, Whisper in some people's ears. Well, you guys syndicated here. Now, what is it? If I can ask you this, I mean, this not to do too much shop talk, but what is morning radio like in New York at the moment? I mean, it's bad, but I, I haven't been to New York in years, so I mean, I have no idea what it's even like. It's horrendous. You've got uh, you've got one station where you know they they cater to like the high school kids, you know, the the, the CHR, and it, it's like a you know a forty five year old disc jockey pretending that he's in his you know like twenty one. And then you've got, uh, I, I think they're, it's Scott and Todd are still on PLJ. Um, Scott, uh, what's his name? 
Scott Shannon. Right? Scott Shannon. Oh, Scott Shannon. He's still, yeah. he's still on, I think. Is uh, that what is that still called? Mojo Radio, that station? I don't even know anymore. I don't. I don't listen. I mean, it's it's unlistenable. Morning radio in New York City is absolutely with the with the exception of there's a, a new radio station, um, uh, RXP, that uh, where they, they barely hype anything. Like the promos are really sedate, and all they do is just play good music. And they've got their remember Matt Pinfield uh, from Matt Pinfield from MTV. Yeah, he's yeah. on there in the morning. Big Uncle Fester looking bastard. Exactly. Yeah. Boy, Scott Shannon, for those who don't... By the way, Scott Shannon is one of those names in radio that you just can't use anymore. I mean, if you, if you're, if you are not already... I mean, even if you are already named Scott Shannon, you got to change that because there's only one. I used to work with a guy who... His given name was something uh, pretty cool. It was, I don't know, it was like Scott blah, 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 blah. But he's like, no, 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 dude, I'm going to... And this is like not that long ago. It was maybe 15 years ago. Like, I'm going to change my name to Scott Shannon. And I said, you know, there's already like a Scott Shannon who's worked in both New York and L.A. You can't do that. He's like, no, 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 I'm totally. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna stake that name out as my own. I was like, well, whatever. Um, for those who don't know who Scott Shannon is, Scott Shannon is an altogether scary guy who used to work at a station in Los Angeles called KQLZ, uh, 100.3 Pirate Radio. Didn't and last one, long. No, it didn't. No, Pirate Radio walked the plank, Tim. Uh, one of my my most treasured possessions, though, is actually a T-shirt from Pirate Radio when it was actually on the air. Um, but then he moved to New York, and he was at a thing called Mojo Radio. But he's just got these eyes. I'm not saying – look, I'm really not saying this. I'm just saying, like, if you took – I don't even know who he looks like. Like, if you were to sort of take, like, I don't know, like uh, like maybe Jan Michael Vincent and make him blonde and then just have him smoke a whole lot of crack – that's what Scott Shannon looks like. I mean, he looks like his eyes look like they are about to launch themselves out of his head on springs and attack you. He's a, just a very unnerving man. And then we've got um, Opie and Anthony for a couple of hours in the morning before they go to their um, cable radio. Uh, I mean, satellite radio show. Yeah, enjoy uh, that while you can. Not my cup of tea. Yeah, it's like broadcasting on Skylab. Did you hear that? By the way, can I just tell you this? Is this a stock story? Did you hear that stock yeah. thing? Did you hear the story that Opie and Anthony, uh, by the way, who we should say are, are, you know, we're glad to have them as fellow CBS radio employees. But for those who don't know, Opie and Anthony do, as you just said, they do a couple hours for CBS radio. Uh, and then they, and then they, I think they literally have to leave the studios. It's like leaving the studios to walk to a dump. I mean, really, let's walk down to a landfill. They have to leave the CBS studios and they have to walk down the street to broadcast on satellite. Which it is, is quite funny, actually. It, I, I've seen like video of, of of people like chasing them. They literally like run from uh, from their radio station, from their terrestrial radio station studios to the satellite radio. Well, I'd run too. I'd be afraid that the satellite place is going to lock up before I got there. I mean, really, you don't ever want to. That's a, working at the satellite uh, radio place right now. That's a place where you take home all your stuff every day. Like, you don't wait till you've been fired. You don't wait until the memos start going out. You box up all your things and you take every uh, every possession of yours home. Every single day, because every single day could be the day they just decide to unplug everything. But so, Tim, I don't know if you've heard this story. T Tim, he was just referencing. Tim, I'm so glad you're back. God damn it. I just want to hug. We're not going to, but I mean, I kind of please, want to. Please don't touch No, me. no, we're not. I mean, it's, I wouldn't ever, because that would be weird. But I'm just saying we're, mentally. We're fond of each other. Inside, okay. I'm giving you just the, just the, just the, the most masculine of hugs. Um, and then I'm doing that thing where I have my fist and I kind of hit you in the back, like in your shoulder blade. Not that I'm not happy to be back, mind you. No, 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 I understand. Uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Opie and Anthony told the greatest story the other day. They said that they had, at one time, I forget if it was each or if it was combined. We'll be generous. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say that it was combined. Opie and Anthony had $100,000 worth of stock in Citadel Radio.
They had $100,000 of stock in Citadel Radio. Steve Kastenbaum, how much do you think that $100,000 of Citadel Radio stock is worth now? Wait, well, how long ago did they have it? I mean, that, that's what it all depends on. Well, I think at one point, I mean, let's, let's, let's say maybe a year, year and a half ago, it was 100 grand. Uh, it's probably worth about, uh, I don't know, maybe 20 grand now. $55. Like Come on. $55. That was the story I heard. That was the email that went around. They actually, they actually did some calculation that it had all fallen so badly that the stock they had at this point was worth, like, it was, it was just, it was pennies. I mean, it was just pennies. Oh, my God. It was just a minuscule amount. So, anyway. This so they, is the industry we work in, Rick. Yeah. Yes. So they can, uh, you know, so they can be rolling that into that, uh, they can be rolling that into XM stock, you know. Well, I, I do have to congratulate Tim because he has bucked the trend. Uh, really? And, I mean, that and, is. And, and, and I'm very humbled and thankful to be back after all this time. Let, let me tell you how you've bucked the trend and see how I work my news story mm-hmm. into your good fortune. What story? would Ali Velshi say if he were here, Steve? <laughs> He would say that Tim has bucked the trend because, uh, you know, on Friday, the Labor Department announced that we are uh, at uh, 8.1% unemployment, 8.1%. 12.5 million Americans are out of work right now, the 25-year high. And I went and uh, spoke to uh, a guy at a New York Labor Department office in downtown Brooklyn, Henry Silverman, and he told me that you can expect to be unemployed now anywhere between six months and a year, Mm -hmm. where it used to be like six to eight weeks. So, Tim, congratulations. You've bucked the trend. Well, thank you. Yeah. I have to say that um, we hear every single day now, uh, from and have been for some time, from people who have lost their jobs, unemployed, downsized, hours cut back. Sometimes it's – and sometimes you're not actually even fired. It's like that. Uh, you'll get uh, two and a half hours a week, but at random rotating times, so you can't actually get another job. And it's – I heard from somebody actually this morning – uh, who, somebody who I think they had heard some of the promos that have been running in the, because right now on Rock 101 KUFO, our new home as of this coming Thursday morning, uh, they're running Adam Carolla sort of encore programs right now, uh, until Thursday. And we started running the promos for this show, Thursday, uh, for Thursday's launch. We started running those this morning on Adam Carolla and they didn't mention Tim, but they, they mentioned just the show. But somebody heard those and, and he said, uh, he said, I hope Tim is part of this. I hope Tim comes back. And he said that he got laid off. Exactly the same day that everything went down here in the building with Tim, which is December 8th of last year. So in fact, almost exactly 90 days ago. What's today, the 9th? So almost yeah. exactly three months ago. And he said that he just now got, got a, a small part-time job, something like you know, 10, 15 hours a week. And he said that three months to get 15 hours a week, and he still felt lucky. He was still grateful that he actually got even that put together because he was just so convinced I think everybody is convinced right now. You get fired, it might just be forever. You get you go to that phase where you think you're never going to get another gig ever. You know, it's it's funny you mention that because one of the one of the knee jerk reactions among some people is to not tell anybody. You know, and, and because you feel so down, you feel ashamed that you're out of work and you have nowhere to go right. uh, during the day, even though you should be making your job search a 24 uh, a full time job essentially. Uh, and um, Henry Silverman, my my new bud. Uh, says that's the exact opposite of what you should do. You should let friends, family, relatives, synagogues, churches, people who are close to you know that you're out of work because jobs are still found, by and large, by word of mouth. So basically you should wear a sign around your neck that says, I need work. <laughs> the, um, and, and, you know, we had talked about this in, you know, in the, the section, you know, in the, in the few minutes before we went on the air here today, that, that in radio it sometimes feels, I mean, you get, you get fired in radio. 
and I think everybody knows this, getting fired in radio is like if you're a guy and you get dumped uh, by a girl, and you think you're never going to get another girlfriend ever again. Ever, 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 you think this is it. You're like, this is, no one will ever date me for the rest of my life. I will be alone and embittered uh, staring at, uh, you know, my Super Nintendo. And that's it. And in radio, when you get fired, you feel like you're never going to get hired again. No one is ever, like, no radio station will ever call you, but you send off tapes and resumes and then just sit and stare at the floor and just weep <laughs> silently to yourself. I mean, you, you, well, we've all done it, right? You've been there. Uh, there was that time when I walked in and my name was no longer on the schedule. <laughs> where, can I ask where that was? WDRE, 92.7 on Long Island. So what was the uh, what kind of radio station was that? Modern Rock. And so what do you mean? So you just you had been scheduled. What were you doing there? What was your shift? I did uh, like three years of the overnight shift. And then uh, my luck, my fortune was the fact that the evening jock from 7 to midnight, when most people listen to alternative rock stations, uh, was going on maternity leave. So I, I filled in for her. For like five months, I did uh, seven to midnight, and, and yeah, and I was young, and I fully expected to go back to the overnights. And uh, basically, I just walked in uh, when it was time for her to come back to work. Uh, my, my name was no longer on the schedule. Yeah, it's always nice how they notify you like that. Yeah, isn't it great? And uh, by the way, the guy the guy who uh, did that to me is now like the president at VH1. Of course. <laughs> just a just a blessed a blessed accident of failing upwards. Um, one day I'm going to show up at one of his news conferences, one of his press events, and say, uh, yeah, I have a question. How come you didn't have the, uh, you know, the, the stones. backbone to tell me to my face that I was fired? Pardon me, why did you fire uh, Steve Kastenbaum in such a spineless way, sir? CNN Radio would like to know. Um, but And by the way, we should say that you are listening to KCMD Portland, a proud part of the CBS radio family. But everybody has had that happen where you get fired in radio and then... You know, and then you start looking at the, you know, the back page of R&R, or you're looking at, uh, you know, you're you're looking at online ads, or you're looking in, God, like I don't like Talkers Magazine. If you work in talk radio, you start looking at Talkers Magazine, and you realize, I mean, look, you know, you know, in your heart, there's nobody getting a job by answering a blind box ad in the back of R&R. It's just not happening. But what do you do? You just you can't do nothing. You can't. Just, I mean, you're like a shark. You got to keep moving. So you send off tapes. You send off resumes. You note that they all at the end seem to say, no calls, please, don't contact us. And so you don't contact, and you sit and you stare at the mailbox every day, a mailbox that will fill with nothing but pain and junk mail and bills. And, you know, and you just sort of believe that it's, that it's never, never going to come back around. And, you know, so the, the idea that we are all back together, uh, you know, Sarah and Tim and Richie and myself, for our move to, to KUFO this coming Thursday is just... I mean, it really is just, I mean, it's all of the sports cliches. You know what it is? Just uh, defying the odds. And, you know, uh, you know, it seemed like a thousand to one, but they did it. They pulled off the upside of the whatever. It just, it, it, it is a little weird. Sarah noted that it just feels like we're not even really here today, that we're sort of floating in some weird bubble of amniotic fluid somewhere. And uh, I think I'd probably speak for Tim on that. Too. Definitely do. So, in any event. Um, I have two, yeah, que two questions immediately come to mind. Yes, please. Number one is Tim getting paid. Wait, Tim, are you getting paid? I never thought to check. At this moment? Well, not today. No, I, I, I will be getting paid. <laughs> yes, we should actually I, I note that, by the way. Sarah and I Sarah and I were sort of talking about that last night. We were wondering how to introduce... Good, uh, good call, Steve. I'm glad you actually brought that up. Sarah and I were talking about this last night, and we were trying to figure out how to introduce Tim and how to sort of lead up to... Because we knew that some of the announcements were going to be playing during... The 9 o'clock hour here uh, during uh, Adam Carolla show over on KUFO. But they weren't going to mention Tim, and we knew that we were going to start off our show here today 
with a huge, you know, the, the big long montage of speeches, and we played the same sounder at the beginning of today's show that we played on the day that, uh, you know, that it was Tim's last day in December, and, and we knew that we were going to do the big reveal of, ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome back, you know, Tim Riley. And Sarah and I were talking last night about, wait a minute, is everybody just going to think he's just, uh, he's here just filling in? And we were trying to figure out how to, how to establish that that wasn't the case. And so we said, you know, returning uh, in his rightful capacity as news director and living God. But yes, Tim is, we are all back together. It is as though we have somehow reset the clock to a little over three months ago, but with 20 times uh, the wattage. And I would say uh, the entire broad spectrum of sound with which to broadcast our uh, inane mutterings. We just spliced out a bad part of a, a certain audio track. Ex exactly. That's really what it's like. You know what it is? It's like cutting the wormy part out of, out of an apple, Steve. Yeah, delete. Uh, delete. Yeah, exactly. Please, delete. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So. And, and the other question, uh, well, I don't want to put you on the spot, so yes, I won't sir. even put it in the form of a question. All I'm going to say is I, I, I hope we have the privilege and the honor of joining you on uh, this new radio station signal. Actually, as I uh, we talked to Lisa Desjardins a few minutes ago, and I told Lisa that, uh, as the saying goes, uh, our people are talking to your people. And okay. so all the all the appropriate keys are being put in the appropriate locks and turning, and uh, we got, uh, I don't know, three days to, to bring everything together. But, uh, yes, we're going to... You guys are the highlight of my day. And I, That's <laughs> so sad. That really is just the saddest thing ever, but thank you. I mean, you I mean, you live in New York City. Can't you? I mean, isn't, you walk outside and it's just a cavalcade of merriment and amusement and excitement and adventure on every corner. But radio stinks here. That's true. Scott Shannon. Sorry. Yeah. Opie and Anthony. Forgot. Um, well, I, so, yeah, that, that, so that is all being kind of pulled together. It's just a, just a billion things. But, you know, there's this thing they say in, in, there's this thing they say in the computer world, in the video game industry. They talk about porting. And that's like if they have a game that comes out for the PC or the game that comes out for the Xbox, and they want it to run on the PlayStation or the Wii, they'll say, we're porting it over. So, yeah, that game came out for the uh, PC, but we're going to port it over for the 360. And that means they take the game, they recode it, and they, they convert it, and they make a version that will run on the Xbox 360. So for nerds in the house, uh, this show is being ported over. The Rock 101 KUFO mornings uh, beginning this Thursday. So, yes, all of that is being put in motion, sir. Great. I, I await uh, the the final outcome, the answer to that uh, question, uh, and I am, I'm not going to sleep a wink until I find out. Well, you know what? Why should you get to sleep? None of us have been. Oh, so. that's true. And none of us are going to be able to sleep starting Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. See, the thing is, for me, like, I already don't have a life. So, I mean, really, what does it matter? Sarah, on the other hand, well, all right. Thank you, my friend. We will talk to you tomorrow. See ya. Thank you, sir. No, I have a Portland happy hour book, and like I'm, and oh. like a lot of my friends have to wake up. Well, early for them is like you know waking up at eight. Yeah. Now I'm gonna be up at four. N oh, not to worry, God. I'll be the first one in here. Yeah, boy, you're gonna be here way before the rest of us. And you know, yeah. even if we're here, uh, we're not really gonna be here. You're, you're gonna be away. You're a morning person though, which is the weird, you know. I guess the good well, thing. Well, I've it. always woken up early ever since. That misfortune way back when, when I had to do the news on Imus, I, I, the dogs never quite adjusted to that. Uh -huh. So they, they still wake me up at approximately that time. Excellent. Yeah, that's weird because I, you know, I worked on a morning show here with Greg on 94.7. Now I'm working at the same time as him. But Oh, that's yeah. weird. Yes. Oh, it's so incestuous. Uh, well, this is, is going to be a big FM station, not that little teapot. This that's is 100,000 watts. 100,000 watts? That's what we're saying. It's in Portland, not in Camus. Such a bastard. I've missed you so much. Oh, Tim. You're a good person. We've missed you. Like, it's, it's not, it hasn't been the same without you. Like, we've, let, we've had so many rad people in to fill in, but mm -hmm. we should keep us in check. And I'm sorry, yeah, we should actually. Uh, well, I, I should thank all these people, but I have no idea who they are. Did you give the legal ID? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. Um, 
Well, um, honestly, every single person we've had in, they're all uh, childless and amazing and like completely awesome. Except for Ketzel Levine. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, so um, even Ketzel Levine, who was was nice in her own sort of I horrible way. Um, I'm just Is that you can, clicking? Yeah, it's me. That's my computer actually. Uh, I'm looking here for um, some of the promotional things that we've been that we've been playing. I, I noticed that uh, Oregon Live put one of your spots on their website. One of those commercials? Oh, oh, the uh, the the what are the the video ones? The ones I was looking at with Chris Paddock. Are you serious? Yeah, really. It's on Oregon Live. I just looked. Hot dog. All right then. Uh, so, well, let's go around the room and find out what everybody did last night. Sarah, what did you do last night? Oh, what did you? Oh, I celebrated my last Sunday of freedom because yeah. I, I finally was able to tell my friends and stuff. So I went out and, um, I don't know, just went out on the town, had fun with my girlfriends. All right. The and huge. So, what time do you anticipate going to bed? Uh, to be getting up to do. Uh, what time do you have to be here? Like four thirty. I suppose if you want to do the bare minimum. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to be here a lot <laughs> earlier than that. I actually. So I think I'm going to go to bed probably at ten thirty. All right. I, look, what are you going to do? I don't know. I was going to say, you know what? To be honest, there's no right or wrong answer. I've yeah. no idea. Well, I have no idea. When I worked done... on 94.7, I used to go to bed at like like 11. Then when I worked on Coin, I used to go to bed <sighs> at like 1 and then wake up at 4. You know, and everybody does it their own. I won't name names, uh, but I'll say this. First of all, like I said, I, I, I haven't done um, I haven't done morning since, God, it's been over a decade, 13 years. Um, and I actually don't remember when I got up or if I just stayed up. Because I'll say this. We we know some people, and I I, I, won't, I won't disclose anybody's whatever because that's their own deal, but um, we know some folks who do mornings who actually, they do all their prep. The night, I'm not saying they're slackers. They, uh, they, they do all their prep the night before, you know, until reasonably late, 9 or 10, and then they get to work at like five minutes before the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, you know, the, the opening theme is playing, and they're pulling into the parking lot sliding in. And that's a perfectly, you know what? Your ass has to be up and entertaining and amusing at five or six or whatever. That's however you can make it work is is fine. Um, so we know some people that get in right before the show. Uh, we also know some folks that are on at you know five thirty or six or whatever, and they actually get to work at like one o'clock. They get to work at one o'clock. Crazy. They yeah they have breakfast or whatever. They they spend a few hours prepping. Then they have lunch and then they go on the air. And then it's their nighttime at around noon or something. So I just I have no idea how we're gonna do it. I really don't. Uh, well, we got two days to figure it out. Oh, and I didn't sleep at all last night, so things were already starting off on the, on the you know, on the right foot. Um, well, it seems like lack of sleep really does a lot of good for you. Yes, yes, it does, Sarah. Well, that's that's really where the genius is found. It's out there on the edge of mania and exhaustion. I slept fine. <laughs> I, I had my typical Sunday. I watched uh, book notes on C-SPAN two. And then cold case files and went to bed. It's like awesome. you're speaking for the entire KUFO demographic yes, right I now, Tim. So. Uh, all right, it's uh, 503-733-2970. We'll get uh, some calls here in a moment. Um, so it is what? It's 12, 16, something yes. like that? So our friend Todd Tulsa is going to be stepping in later on around 1 o'clock or so. So we here's what we'll do. Let's take a moment to talk about some of the good people who have helped us over the last little while. And we'll take a break, come mm-hmm. back, t- take some phone calls, uh, play a few of these promos uh, that are, that are uh, playing on KUFO right now, and then we'll talk uh, more with Tim and so forth. So when everything, this is the Dave, uh, this is the David Caruso moment. I'm taking off my glasses. Um, so when everything sort of <laughs> went wonky for us on December 8th of 2008, which is and it wasn't the first time. No, no, it was not, Tim. In a way, though, I mean, it's it's uh, 
It's, I was going to say it was the hardest time, but that wasn't even true because, I mean, the thing with Sarah, you know, at, at Intercom was the same, where, where they booted Sarah out and they, we all stayed. Which this was this just, show always gets an unwanted cleansing like every two years. Uh-huh. Well, I'll be next. I mean, that's the thing, right? The next, you know, next it's going to be like you guys on KUFO, it'll be you guys and, you know, and Scott Shannon. Uh, you guys and Opie. <laughs> it's the it's the Opie and the other guys show, um, but selling penny stocks. <laughs> Would you like to invest in gold? Uh, but um, it was just it was just such a weird thing, and it happened. Tim's last day here uh, was on a Monday, I believe. And the day we were going to decorate the Christmas tree. God, it was mm. just so weird. It was a Monday. I barely... Talking about a so lump of coal in my stocking. We thought about decorating the tree with coal, by the way, but then we decided <laughs> that management might not think that was very amusing. Uh, and so Sarah and I had this long talk about, like, what are we going to do? Like, what? You know, what, what? I mean, we can't not do news. We can't just let it be the two of us sitting in this, like, cold, empty room. That was awful. That now feels more like a sarcophagus. No, we, we remember we met like, like in the conference room and there was yeah. nobody here and you and I just sitting across the table with each other. We didn't talk for like 20 minutes. We're sitting there like, we don't know what the hell we're going to do. Staring at each other going, well then. Yep. And it was like this very king of the hill type thing. We're just sitting here staring at each other going, well, that sucks. And, uh, you got any ideas? No, me either. All right. And we were just talking about how everybody seemed to be getting the short end of the stick. Everybody everywhere, especially in media, just seemed to be taking it right in the shorts. And that's when we sort of hit upon this idea of having some of the other folks who have been laid off from various media outlets coming in to, you know, not replace because nobody could replace Tim, but to, to, to fill in, to lend a hand, to get their voices out. And so uh, we'll just kind of go through and thank everybody right now. And we're going to be doing it again later and Tuesday and Wednesday, certainly. But we want to take a, a moment to really honestly, sincerely thank everybody. And I sent emails to everybody I had contact info for mm-hmm. last night, um, telling them, you know, look, here's the deal. And um, and they all emailed back, and they were everybody was so gracious. And everybody was so, you know, everybody was so excited and so happy for us and for Tim and for the move to KUFO, everybody was just, they were so wonderful and, and just, just professional and just perfect about it. It's been, I mean, it's, it's hard enough to find one person, let alone we found, what, like six different people who were just amazing and kind and came and dealt with our neuroses and everything. And really just for nothing more than our gratitude and coffee came and, and shared their, their time and their voices and their talent. And so we want to thank the first person who stepped into the firing line was Byron Beck, as he always is, ready to wade into the middle of insanity. And Byron came on, and it couldn't have been, and I, I realize now I actually forgot to tell Byron about this, because uh, I'm a big jerk. So, sorry. Uh, it's, on the, it's on my list. I just didn't get to it, I guess. Um, but I just mastered list already to contact last night, and I realized I think I actually didn't tell Byron. So, um, But, you know, just stepping into that, sitting in that chair behind that mic and stepping into Tim's shoes the day after Tim's very emotional Final show, at least at that time, was just, uh, it was a t- I wouldn't wish that on anybody, anybody at all. I mean, you couldn't have paid me enough to come in and try to fill in for Tim the mm. day after his goodbye. There's just no way. Uh, and the fact that he did it at all and did it well is just staggering and impressive and astounding and, and wonderful. Um, and Don Taylor, uh, late of the Tribune. Now of film.com and of Cinematical, uh, writing for AOL. Dawn has been 
exceptional, fits the sound of the show and the station, and is is funny and hilarious and mean and evil and the, all of those things. I like that. She she really is she really is great. Uh, David Walker uh, from the DavidWalkerSite.com, uh, formerly of uh, Willamette Week. David Walker has just been. David Walker is another guy that just just came in and just without missing a step, just sounded so good and was so generous with his time. And occasionally Sarah and I would get to a Friday or something. We realized that just we'd been so busy that we didn't have anybody locked in to come in and do news. And especially those two guys, Dave and, and, and Dom, are just mm-hmm. you know, always at the drop of a hat, ready to come in. Um, uh, Todd Tolsis, who's going to be here later on the day, man of a thousand voices, who... Uh, also, who came in and, and and said all kinds of awful things about Tom Hartman in his Tom Hartman uh, <laughs> voice, which is fantastic. And always brings his own news stories. Always brings his own news stories and occasionally sounds like a Japanese Yakuza. Uh, through Todd Tolsis, we found Heidi Tauber, who had been at Air America at KBOJ. Uh, and Heidi came in and not only was on the show with us, but consented to be interviewed by Peter Carlin, who wrote a very, very, very touching and poignant article for us for the Oregonian. They came to my house. They did and you you got a fantastic picture you and McGee. Yeah, they took all kinds of pictures of my office. It was wonderful. It was a and I got to say that article in the Oregonian that ran I'm not going to say it was a good article in the it was I mean it was it was a great article but you know, you know what I mean? I'm not it wasn't an article about something happy, I guess is my point. It was it was an article that was really beautiful in a in a bittersweet kind of way. It wasn't about something good as such. It was about something that was just a reality, and that something was very much, in the truest sense of the word, it was just, it was pointed. It was, it was sweet and bitter all at once. And the thing about that was, I managed to keep my identity secret from my neighbors in the four and a half years I've lived. Right, and uh-huh. all of a sudden, everybody is stopping to talk to me, and they never knew what I did for a living before. It's just someone walking a Dalmatian around the neighborhood. And finally, they knew. Finally, the secret was out. Um, and so, and so Heidi Tauber came in. Tom Parker, uh, formerly of, of, of Kissin and of um, that station that I can't remember. Oh, he's remember. been in all, all kinds of stations. Uh, 103.3? Yeah, whatever that uh, talk station Love is. station or whatever it is. Uh, so Tom Parker came in. He was great. Uh, he has a great voice. Yeah, he really does. Just a classic, old school, great, uh, you know, very classy, very professional guy. Amazing voice, one of those deep, rich, resonant radio voices. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of course, uh, Dave Schmidtke, who's going to be the here. Coolest guy ever. Yeah, and we should say that Don's going to be here tomorrow, and Dave's going to be here on Wednesday. So we will have another day with Don, another day with Dave Schmidtke. And uh, Dave again emailed back, and he's just like, "Fantastic, great for Tim, great for you guys, wonderful, can't wait to hear you on KUFO, excellent." Um, so Dave Schmicky has helped us out. Uh, also, Darcy Zettler and Lisa Hughes and Liz Hummer and Liz Hummer and, <laughs> and Ketzel Levine. God, God bless her. Um, and I know I'm completely uh, Chuck Knopf, our good friend Chuck Knopf, who has pitched in many, many times. Um, and I'm probably forgetting people as we speak. I, I, and so I apologize. Tom Parker. Tom Parker. Yes, I think I did. I say Tom Parker. Yes, I think you I'm, did. Yeah, Tom Parker. Um, so just everybody who has helped out. And the idea that everybody, and it's not like none of these people are just, uh, you know, off the street. I mean, they're all media professionals, laid off or not. They're all pros. They all have talents and skills uh, for which they, you know, I mean, they, they all ought to be making a billion dollars right now because they're all brilliant at what they do. And the fact that they would so graciously come in and help us out in general at the drop of a hat, and sometimes literally that day with just a few hours notice that they would come in, is just a thing that we, and I think I speak for Sarah, 
and Richie, but I, especially for Sarah and I, who are the ones in here kind of on the firing line every day, I think I speak for both of us when I say that that is something we will never, ever, ever be able to repay. That is a thing we will never forget. That is a debt that, that, that we will owe kind of forever to those guys. No, it's like, so, I don't even know what we would have done. I can't imagine. It's been such a, like, after after you left him, it's just been such a rough... I mean, it's been fun, but, I mean, it's we don't know what the hell we're doing. I mean, like, every day that goes by, it's like, okay, well, we have all these amazing people in here, but we don't know what the, you know, yeah. nobody mm-hmm. knows what the next day is going to hold. No, I, I didn't get to listen most of the time. because I, I spent, a, a, like, the last month uh, remodeling my house because the day after I got laid off, my tenant gave me the wonderful news that she is moving out. <laughs> moving out. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have laughed. Wait, so why did you, oh, you're remodeling the house you were renting. Right. Okay. Right. And I have since rented it, but... For a full month, I did nothing but paint and do remodeling. Hey, Tim, I hope it's not a bad time or anything, but I'm going to be leaving. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm mad because you won't sell me the house cheap. Well, it's like, <laughs> So I'm moving out. Wow. Jesus. So, yeah, I was busy being angry <laughs> for an entire month. Too angry to listen. Good but, for you. But I'm feeling much better now. Oh, God. Uh, and, yeah, and just, and, and you know, the, and the thing about it is, it's like, I, you know, I, Sarah and I had initially planned... We're like, okay, you know what? Uh, we'll we'll have these guest news folks in through the end of the year. We'll have them until New Year's. January 1st rolls around. We'll come up with something permanent. And then it was like, well, we'll have them until the end of January. And it was like, well, we'll have them until February. And then we finally were just like, we, what the F are we going to do? Like, what in the name of God? How are we going to figure out how to, how to, how to you know, kind of continue with the show on a permanent basis? And again, not that, I mean, those guys all sounded and sound great. And they really are, have sounded exceptional. But it was also this weird sort of, I don't know, just this weird musical chairs kind of a thing. I was like Kiss with Vinnie Vincent, where he was like, it's great, but wow, it's just odd and feels vaguely unsettled. And, um, you know, and so the fact that we are all back, um, and the fact that, you know, and I'll say one more thing, and then we'll break, and we'll come back, take some phone calls. Oh, it's 12.30 already. It is. We'll come back with some phone calls, we'll play some of these promos, we'll talk more to Tim. So if you just tuned in, we're going to be moving this program, all four of us, Sarah X. Dillon, Tim Riley, Richie Bristol, myself, to mornings on Rock 101 KUFO later this week. That is Thursday morning. This program, The Rick Emerson Show, you are not hearing a, a repeat or a best of, an encore. Going to moving to mornings on Rock 101 KUFO. Uh, that is uh, coming up. And I, so I will say... Do I get new business cards? <laughs> you know, I just got my business cards updated like two weeks ago. <laughs> After being in this building for two years, I just got new business they look cards. Nice. That was the first thing I noticed when I came in your Jesus. office. Uh, yeah, I just they just got put together. They gave you a new office, but they took away your window. Uh, no, no, no. There's a window. I just leave it closed because there's a homeless guy that pees out there. Everywhere. Yeah, we saw a homeless guy peeing yesterday. He was there again this morning outside of Paddock's window. It was magical. I accidentally made eye contact with him after he filled the bottle. <laughs> I'll. Uh, you don't ever want to make eye contact. That's when they charge. Um, I'm gonna say. I will say this one thing. Not to be overly melodramatic, but I guess there's no way there's no way you could be overly melodramatic about this. It is so go ahead and be overly melodramatic. But you know what I mean? Like there's no superlatives, there's no hyperbole we could use today that are really there's no way we could be over the top about this. As Sarah was pointing out, there's no way you could be too dramatic about today. It is a day of drama. I mean, we always knew in a sense that this was possible. Not me. <laughs> well, it didn't feel that way probably. You know, this is our this is our hypothetical best scenario. Like whenever we would have like, yes. whenever we'd start freaking out and we'd like go like during the show during a commercial break and go outside and be like, what the hell are we gonna do? And then we'd just be like, well, you know, maybe someday we'll be able to get Tim back. And right. you know when it and happened, I'm pulling up weeds that hadn't been weeded in four years. <laughs> and you know as it happened, uh, we said, well, look, this is goodbye for now. Who knows what the future holds? And some of that was 
you know, knowledge that it ended as well as these things could ever end. Mm -hmm. Just as they did with Tom Likas, just as they did with Adam Carolla. I think somebody at CBS learned a lesson at some point. Do you get the feeling that somebody at CBS finally got, they got the, they figured it out, that you shouldn't, you know, that, you know, somebody's going, you know, they, they get a chance to say, you know, Tim got a chance to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. Adam Carolla got a chance to say goodbye. Tom Likas got a chance to say goodbye. And that was a good thing. I think and, and I, I still thank them for that. And I think they finally figured out that that was a good way to do it, and it was. And we all said, well, look, this is goodbye for now. We're going to try to try to put it together. But I don't know that we ever think thought that it, that it would really happen or that it would happen this quickly. Um, and so my final thing here before we break is this, that there's that fantastic photograph, probably the best photo that's ever been taken of us, which is that Rat Pack photograph that they took in front of the Hollywood Theater. Banish Twin took that. That we used for listener party 11. It happened last April, I guess, or May, whenever it was. And for a long time, I said that the best photo ever taken was a picture taken after we got fired the last time, which was at then Sabala's Mount Tabor for one of Jen Lane's Barfly events. And it was a picture of me and Tim and Sarah. And it was a real candid photo that I liked quite a lot, and I still do. But the photo of us that you've all seen a million times. It is what we call the Rat Pack photo. It was that black and white photograph of us in front of the Hollywood Theater. It was the best thing ever taken of us. And everybody who ever saw that picture, from from the top guy all the way down, down they look at them and they say, that is the best picture. That is freaking awesome. And after everything happened on December 8th and Tim uh, departed, I went into my office, and I was really, really bummed out about that photo. And I, it, for a while, I actually took it, and I didn't get rid of it. I didn't take it home. But I took it, and I put it behind a bookshelf in my office because I just didn't want to look at it. It just it bummed me out, and it made me – just, it just made me feel, you know, happy that that had happened and that we'd been together, but it, I was really just down about the whole thing. And so if you go to rickemerson.com or kufo.com or sarahxdillon.com or rileylive.com or 970.am <laughs> – any of our <laughs> One of the best things ever is that you will see that photograph repurposed, as they say, for this. So, in any event, we'll take a break. We'll come back after this. More with Tim Riley, who rejoins the program this Thursday as we move to Rock 101 KUFO. Your phone calls and more, plus our good friend Todd Tulsis later on. Stay there. It is the Rick Emerson Radio Program. Emerson Radio Program, an excursion into hope and change. It is 503-733-2970, 503-733-2970 for now. Don't forget, beginning this Thursday, this very fine radio program starring Sarah X. Dillon, Tim Riley, Richie Bristol, and myself 
moves to mornings on Rock 101, KUFO. I mean, physically speaking, it's like 25 feet away. Uh, but it really just in terms of, of, of a leap and an advance and it just evolution, it's a billion miles, uh, my friends. It's 20 times the wattage and in full spectrum <laughs> FM. I can't even think about it. It makes me nervous. Well, you know, and, I'm and we're going to be playing rock and roll music. Rock and roll music? And yeah. let me tell you this. It's also going to weird people out the first time they hear our voices in FM. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, because people have been acclimated in some cases over a decade here and it's on AM where everything... I mean, it doesn't sound like that now. It sounds like this now. But mm-hmm. with, it, 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 there's going to be this moment where you tune in and you're going to go, ah, it's not him. That's some other guy. And it will, in fact, uh, it will, in fact, be... It's like when you hear your voice played back on a tape deck the first time. And you go, that's not me. It's all nasally. Um, it's it's going to be weird, man. It really is. It's going to be fantastic and weird and great and just uh, something beyond, beyond, I think, my imagining. So. Yeah. Any event. Uh, we'll be joined by Chris Paddock uh, here in just a moment. Later on, Todd Tulsis will take some calls. Tim Riley is here. Hello, yeah. Tim. Hello. I, I think Richie is cooking one of his ethnic recipes for lunch. I yes, he is. Smell it in the hole. It kind of smells weird. It, well, it does. You know, we're an inclusive program, uh, you know, and our program on Rock 101 KUFO will be no different. Tim, it's a big tent. It is. We welcome everyone, no matter how perverse or strange. Let's welcome now to the Rick Emerson Show from our new home, Rock 101 KUFO, our good friend, uh, Bobby Fatboy Roberts from Court and Fatboy. A lot of welcoming going on here, and I would like to uh, welcome you. Oh. I've noticed that no one from the station had actually been on to say welcome to the family. Oh. I, I wanted to be the first. I wanted to be that guy. So welcome. <laughs> you beat Pat. Well, thank you. <laughs> welcome to the family. Some kind. I never wait, got a gift basket. Oh, wait, hold on, on a second. Wait, wait, oh. wait. wait. Wait, why are you the first person to do this? Because I just totally leapfrogged you. He just walked into the studio and was like, I'm welcoming you. You know, there's a reason why he is referred to as douche. (laughs) And he lives up to that. I I see the opportunity. I grab it. Well, I appreciate that. I was giving these people some air and some privacy as they get used to their new... Roles Our new on family the radio is kind of mentally abusive. Seriously, I uh, <laughs> get used to it. Yeah, you guys, you guys were all excited. <laughs> Don't you speak? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so about that weird in here for a well, second. Uh, no, I'm kidding. That's great. Well, yeah, I, 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 I had all personal. I had a few questions uh, of my own about this thing. Now, you guys are going to be playing some music, correct? We will be providing everything that the morning listener needs, Bobby. Very nice. Very nice. Um, also, the the intro. This was one of the first questions that popped in my head. Is it now going to be like, attention, FM DJs. <gasps> we are now one of you. Yeah. Is it going to be something like that? Attention, us. Yeah. Um, somebody asked me, Court, I think, uh, was the one who asked me, because Court uh, pulled me aside on, on Friday, I guess, yeah, at the Friday. Baghdad. It seems like a year ago, doesn't it? Yeah, he pulled me aside Friday and he goes, so uh, how much crap do you think you're going to take about the... Uh, FM DJ thing, and I said uh, lots, lots and lots and lots. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be repurposing that, as they say. I mean, I re I was writing some of the copy uh, last night because you know why do it way in advance? Why not do it at the last moment? <laughs> so I was writing copy last night, and I did rewrite that ever so slightly. Oh, so, cool. Uh, and so it's gonna be. It is, and a lot of people have said like, are you gonna be? Is it gonna be talk? Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be music? And I'll say that uh, we're gonna do some music, not a ton. Yeah. Um, you know, and so everybody will. You know, every, it'll, it'll all it'll all become very clear. But even now, I mean. Like, I can tell you, anybody who knows this show and listens to us, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, um, that, like, now we play more music on this show as it already exists than a lot of actual, like, rock radio shows do. So, I mean, you know, we're kind of up to our eyeballs in music uh, as it is now. So, you know, that part of it is going to stay about the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, in in the grand 
sense of how much music we're playing every day. It's going to be about the same as we do now. We play and it's a awesome, lot of too, it. because Paddock's going to be picking out um, our music. That it's going to be nothing but Sublime, Sarah. We're going to have a lot of Sublime, a lot of Nickelback. I'm hoping for Radiohead. Uh, maybe some Theory of a Dead Man. You may want to get to hey. I like that Theory oh, okay. of a Dead Man. Right. Well, you might be hearing that a lot. Wait, yeah. Did you just clown Radiohead, but then give big ups to Theory of a Dead Man? I'm just saying, that's the, uh, hang on of the whole yeah, yeah, I love that yeah. song. Okay. I really you do. You do love that song. What you know what? We really should make do. a video. Using that dude that's outside my window. I am the common man, Sarah. Yeah, we're talking about him Is being that the guy a yeah. urinating in the bottom? Yes. Oh, yeah, the guy getting his pee on out yeah, there, can, like, this yeah. morning. He could be part of the Theory of a so, Dead Man video. So it's the same guy? Yeah. So Two this, days in a row. We should actually say this. So, yeah, so Sarah and I were here yesterday uh, working with Paddock on some stuff and writing things out and just brainstorming and spitballing, as William Goldman would say. And um, so we're sitting in Paddock's office. Which, you know, and I have a window, but I keep the blinds down because I don't like the light or the sun or anything. And I don't like to, I, I like to remove myself. And it's going to weird me out when we move into KUFO, by the way, because I'm going to have to, there's going to be natural light outside, which freaks me out. I was going to ask about that. Can we just move into here? Well, we're Firstly, gonna... this is our old office. Secondly, it's cool in here. <laughs> oh, then no. No, damn. <laughs> um, because we're going to initially start off in here, right? We're going to be in here for the first few weeks. Of okay. Because it's right. just, I, I don't want to pile. I deal with some change better than others. Uh, but so we're in Paddock's office and Paddock's like, Typing away, and there's this suddenly the typing stuff. He's like, I think there's a guy peeing outside. And we look out, and sure enough, homeless guy filling up a bottle. And he's all crazy and like and shaking I think the it bottle. Was, uh, like, yeah, it was like a, like a, well, I was going to say, he was a fine sponsor of the program. He was, bottle, he was, which product place. He was very dehydrated. And he's a reality show. <laughs> he was really zestfully doing <laughs> it to really He was going was. for it. He was excited. Did you see him like laughing and smiling? I get to pee. <laughs> and so he's filling up. But that was a good point. Like, why would you fill a bottle if you're a man? I mean, well, seriously, there is no point. Like, if he's willing to, you know, pee in a bottle, why doesn't he just? Here's did you ask that of Howard Hughes? I, that's the thing, maybe. Well, here's the deal about that. So then this morning, I'm in Paddock's office again, and you're uh, just talking about, you know, whatever's last minute stuff. And then <laughs> Paddock and I are talking, and out of the corner of our peripheral vision, there's like a movement, and we look up. Sure enough, guy. And I don't know if it was the same guy or not. It might have been a different It was guy. the same was guy. Same guy? Yeah. Same guy. But here's what he's doing, Sarah. He's over in that same area where he was uh, relieving himself yesterday. Uh-huh. And he's rooting around as though he's looking for the bottle. And so my thing is, maybe there's some other purpose that it serves. Like, maybe... Maybe he's like magic. Or, you know, like... Magic like, Johnson? Ma- like, maybe there's some sort of ceremony to the whole deal. Like, he like pees the bottle, and then he buries it, and then, like, ancient spirits are, are contained inside, and he has to open the bottle, and it it gives him wisdom. That's a Petergeist. Maybe... Or maybe inexplicably, crickets? he's, you know, he's clean and sober, and he's, like, selling it off, uh, you know, to, like, uh, the Danny Bonaducci or something. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, or whoever. He'd I mean, probably drink it for money. Out of the... Yeah, so... <laughs> and Danny so... Bonaducci even drink anymore? Does he just solely urine things? Yeah. I just thought he would yeah, inject yeah, that, everything into it. his body. So Paddock is, as we're there, Paddock's on the phone this morning. The most, as I'm leaving, I'm like, okay, I'll come back when you've dealt with this. And as I'm walking out of the office, Paddock's like, hey, can we get somebody? Who do I tell about a guy peeing outside my window? <laughs> I, who do I ask? Dave's in somebody. So it's uh, it's good times. Here's mm. the fun part is about an hour later, there were two young uh, people rooting around in that area, uh, which I thought maybe there was some sort of... Like it was a drug drop-off. Maybe that's their lover's lane. Maybe this that's where, where we live. Young Lamore. Yeah. Maybe it's where the KUFO webcam should finally go. <laughs> I said that. Oh, like, yeah. we got to get like a, a bum cam. Or yes, something. A, bum cam. a bum cam. <laughs> I mean, oh, we, my God. We are a webcam. If we're going to be a morning, morning show, show, Sarah, you have to have some kind of cam. <laughs> uh, 
You know, I mean, because there's really nothing more exciting than like a like a two frames per second still mm. static shot, poorly lit, of some people speaking into microphones. Or some dude looking like Rorschach digging around in the bushes for bottles of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got to be here somewhere. I'm sure that's what everyone thought of when they invented the technology. Yeah. Somebody knows where I buried my urine. <laughs> Somebody knows. Creepy. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's just basically Batman, except sort of intelligible. Uh, if it was Batman, it would have just been, get some answers. Get some answers. Uh, it's my uh, it's my my Bruce Rooker there. Um, Chris Paddock, thoughts, observations? Well, I, I said this earlier, and I am excited about this, that we have the 75th ranked uh, morning DJ from what year was this? 1989? Yeah, 88, 88, 89. 89. Los Angeles joining the KUFO team. This is huge. <laughs> really huge. This is a coup. Now well, you don't turn that cum decor with uh, with number 77. No, Paddock. never. No, never. Never. Uh, no, this is a really exciting uh, uh, time for all of us. And um, just actually, I was saying this to Rick, and I do mean this with all sincerity, no irony, uh, that the videos and the promos and the things that we've thought up as we launch this thing, it's, it's among some of the, the best stuff that I've been involved with personally uh, in my radio career. So I'm very excited about this uh, new voyage. And so we want to thank, uh, well, I think we want to thank uh, Chris Paddock and, and Bridget, uh, oh, Bridget, Bridget upstairs, Bridget, oh, Bridget, Bridget Harper now, uh, Susan Reynolds, and, and, I, and I apologize, Jerome I'm being this guy. Jerome and Rebecca Nico. Okay, Jerome and Rebecca Nico, who came in and... I mean, and, and you know, and really just came in and shot all of those uh, promo videos that you can see at KUFO.com or at any of our websites. Oregon you can, Live has them, too. Yeah, they're posted all over the place. Mm. Uh, Put you them s- on your Facebook page. Uh, I yeah. can't figure out how to do that, but during a break, you're going to have to show I'll me how to post it. Okay. Yeah, we want to be able to forward those along, too. So if you see those videos, you like them, you forward them along. They came and they, we filmed all of that in like an hour. And then within about a day, those were more or less done. They had it cranked out. So those things, they're really, and I'm not just saying that because that, I, you know, it's my face in it or whatever. It's just, they're really Really bitchin'. They're just fantastic. And click on the link and check out their uh, their production page. And also, it's a very, very sexy photo of Jerome. Yes. Very sexy. Yeah. Jerome Nico, our uh, director. So those are those are up there right now. And, yeah, you there's the, uh, the, the the Rat Pack photo, which has sort of been, again, repurposed for all of that. And, and anyway, so lots. Uh, Rat Pack photo by uh, Jason Crump. By Vanished Jason Crump. Mm-hmm. Vanished Twin. Check that stuff out. So it's it's cool. It is it is uh, it's it's it, good stuff is afoot. Strange things and good things are afoot at the Circle K and here at at uh, and Patrick believes in it so much that he's dragging his ass out of bed early in the morning. In too. your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stick it. Yeah, you remember saying boy. that, right? Yeah. Oh, I remember. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. I got the wake up call. I think I might be bringing the dogs over. I I, I honestly don't know. I have no idea what time I'm going to get up. Sarah, what time do you plan on being here on Thursday? Oh well, Thursday's different. Like I'll be here early. Like I don't. After you establish one good show, then you can just phone it in. Well, I don't know, because, I mean, we don't really prep, you know? I mean, I guess we're going to have to, but I mean, we do a lot of prep. I mean, we do a lot of prep. The show is painstakingly prepared. It's going to be streamlined. hours in advance and plan out conversation. Out of sight. The mystery dashed against the rocks. Stick to the clock is what we're going to do. We're going to have formatics. Because sometimes I feel like if we meet too early, we get, like, because we can't talk in the mornings, because usually we'll waste a lot of our good material. We're not method actors. We can't. We we can't ever pretend we haven't had a discussion. So, so I mean to pull back the curtain, like you and I barely talk in the morning before the show. Like the first time we actually have an exchange is basically when the microphones are on. Yes, no, that is true. And Tim doesn't speak to anybody at all. And and we always spend an hour every day of not talking. Mm -hmm. Tim and I I respectfully ignore each other. It's the best hour of our day. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Like, what time did you get to? When were you going on? When you were on NRK? When were you doing the? uh, I had to be there at. Well, we went on. It was six to nine. Okay, so when did you to go on at six? When did you get there? Five thirty. All right. So because well yeah because I well, do a lot I of like the you can't get here at 5:30 though now. 
Nope. No, no, that's not the case. And I suppose you're... Uh... Well, and plus, like, a lot of my stuff I did, all I was doing was back-selling and front-selling songs, and then I did, you know, like, music reports that I had already written out, like, music news reports. You didn't it might to... as well have been recorded liners. <laughs> I... You didn't have to get there to uh, to work on all your live talk breaks uh, on K&RK? That was so They were done live in front of a microphone? Mine were all live. I would never say that, like, one co- one host would, like, do everything live and the other person would No, of course not. Everything. No, because no that, that would be ridiculous. Because that would be silly to actually and then pay someone to, to do mornings. And you've got to go to the program director's office and get scolded <laughs> because somebody sounds perfect and flawless because they've edited all of the ums and ahs. Somebody uh, else that sounds a little too live. Not only are we playing inside baseball, we're fouling back all of the fastballs into the catcher's crotch right I now. I love radio. Yes, indeed. It didn't matter. It had a poor signal anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second cam is crack, right? I don't know. I think it's Joy Division, but I can't tell. It might just be it might just be accordion music from that, uh, from that Mexican station. I can't tell. It's uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Every know, time what the Max goes by, it loses signal anyway. <laughs> So, Tim, what time do you plan on being here for a 5 a.m. program starting Thursday on Rock 101 KUFO? 2.30 or 3. God. Wow. Good for you. I won't and, be and here. And then I'll do some prep before that. Well, I, be, well, never mind. No, no, no. Go ahead. I wish to know. I really am, I am curious about that. Well, there are such things called evergreens that we can use at any time. This is inside stuff. Are you saying uh, that we might sometimes do stories that are not actually from that day, but might be from the night before? Or Get a whole barrel of these. Go back to last November. <laughs> Why'd you pull a whole bunch of bush watches that weren't read uh, one episode? Oh, yeah, I'm not uh, going to waste a single thing. You know, uh, that's you'll need that stuff at some point. It's like, I just found a CBS radio theater episode from the you know, 7th of... December? Here's my thing, Tim. It's wow. like Mormons storing canned goods. You never know when Satan will be leashed upon the world for a year, and you have to be able to get by with whatever is in your possession. So, you know, I just, uh, a place for everything, everything in its place. Here's a geek watch from last August. <laughs> what is it about? Share. <laughs> Wait, why does that say geek on it if there's a picture of share? What's the story? Report. Sure to play Catwoman in the next Batman movie. Oh, that's why. <laughs> okay. It's too fresh. So, no one used that the first day. This, by the way, is the sort of Johnny on the spot reporting that you're going to hear mornings on Rock 101 KUFO. From this... Spokane, goose herding is probably not on the mayor's job description. Uh, okay. I think we can do a little bit better than that with some effort. You mean here on KCMD Portland? No, on KUFO. Okay, there as well, <laughs> and so forth. I'm trying to get used to seeing it. Uh, yeah, I, that's by the way. I get confused on the punk show. Like, Lisa Wood will throw it to me, like, the punk show. I'm like, and I almost said the talker one time. I'm like, oh, crap. And we have a, you know, here's the other thing. We're going to have that, we're going to have an 800 number again. I can remember the last time yeah. we had an 800 number. It's all very, we're going to have things and resources. We'll have cards for you. We're going to have, you know, supplies and stuff. And, um, the first day at school. I got to tell you, it is, uh, I'm going to, and I'm going to, and this is a radio thing. Everybody in radio uh, knows this. And if you listen to radio, you've heard this, where the guy moves to different time, station, whatever, and then you're waiting for him to screw up. You're waiting oh, for yeah. him to come out of his mouth with the old call letters, the old whatever. That's not going to be me. It's a point of pride with me that I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever did that when we went to Max 910. I don't think I ever screwed up and said hot talk to Nady or anything well, like that. Well, that never lasted long enough anyway. No, that's true. And who would have noticed? <laughs> I mean, really. Who would have remembered? Not even me, probably. Have you been practicing? No. Can you bust it out? You totally used to do the give the old number for... Is that true? Did I do that? Yeah, you, you didn't do the callers, but you'd always give the wrong phone number. You know what I do sometimes is I'll inadvertently... I even do that now, uh, mm-hmm. once in a while, like probably every 90 days or so, I'll give out my cell phone number on the air as a call-in number. <laughs> I remember you have to dump it. 503-672... Oh, and I'll hit the dump, so... All right, well, this... Okay, well, let me... Okay, you rock That's 101 right. guy. Yeah. No, let me hear it. Let me... How, how's it... Let me hear how it goes. What? Rick, he right? never opens a break. No, I never do. I just this is so what he, I do. In a pinch, though, you should. I mean, look. Yeah. I'm just. Who knows when Cord might keel over well, at the board? You got to step you did, in. You did an on-air uh, uh, 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Shift this weekend. So, so, so it would be, uh, well, if it, was, I mean, if it was our show, I'd go, oh, hell yeah, is the Court and Fatboy show on Rock 101 KUFO coming up soon, stuff and things. And, and there'd be more enthusiasm. Yeah, there'd be a little bit more enthusiasm. But for you, it would be sort of like uh, the Rick Emerson <laughs> radio program. Something, radio about, something about day 12. Um, uh, listening pleasure, uh, stuff and whimsy on Rock 101 KUFO. Um, 1-800, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 really? <laughs> I'm trying to think. No, it's a... Uh, do you know either of the phone numbers by heart? Yeah, 228-4101-1-800-344-KUFO. That, wow. Is that correct, Chris Paddock? That, that is correct. See, that I don't have it down with any of that. I didn't have it down uh, until yesterday. 228-4101-1-800-344-KUFO. No, that's going to be written. We're going to get uh, big-ass cue cards yeah. everywhere here. Listeners, keep that, that in mind. Get that ready. 228-4101-1-800-344-KUFO if you want to get a hold of Rick, Sarah, or Tim Riley. So, that's so, sort of weird to say out loud, isn't it? It is. Did that, did that just kind of... Are you are you guys still feeling really euphoric about this whole thing? No, it feels surreal. I, I don't feel like we're in a bubble. No, yeah. I feel like we're not really here. So, yeah. so here's how to ground it, because you guys are known for your army. Uh, Kelly Clark over at uh, Willy Week has already posted this up at uh, WillyWeek.com. Mentioned the army. Does your army now realize the juggernaut that has been built that's going on, that you guys are coming to KUFO, that things are just coalescing to the point where now there's a radio colossus that is about to stride the earth Are you s- and make everything in Portland bow before it. That we're going to be like some sort of Radio Voltron. Yes, Radio Voltron with the face of Zod and everyone is going to kneel. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if your listeners quite recognize this, but the army is now marshaled and ready to just wash over Portland like a plague of awesomosity. It's funny how, uh, how nice our army is, too, because everyone's like, they're mad about the time change like we are. <laughs> like, not, we're not mad, but they're all, like, bitching about it. They're like, I have to get up at 5 a.m., yeah, too. And that's the thing. is, but they're It's all... like, come on. You should be happy for it. Stop bitching about the time change. And the great thing is, though, I'm looking at the email, and they're all operating from that premise. They're like, well, now I'll have to get up at 5 a.m., which and is the says, right way to look at it. Let's see how much right you way. ride your bike at 4 a.m. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so who is that addressed? To you. Oh, no, he never rides his bike. Period. I don't remember right now. I got to be here at the at 11 a.m. No, I don't think so. That's not gonna. Let's all let's just just abuse ourselves. I think during the summer right I might now. try to ride. And I'm gonna have to drive an automobile for the first. You're time. gonna have to drive a car unless you want me to arrive slaughtered by taking the max. I think I speak for everyone when I say no. Okay. Uh, let's try to avoid. Let's not have you do that. The no. the option that's not that. Let's do that one. So you know what I imagine is people trying to attack Tim Riley on the no. max, and then like this sort of uh, bluish. Glowing orb <laughs> around him. Yeah, as weapons shattered. <laughs> oh my goodness! He just smiles <laughs> and keeps reading his paper. And then, yeah. And then the guy tells Bill Pullman, "Target remains." <laughs> but it only takes like five minutes to get here with no traffic. Yeah. The freeway worked great when there's nobody else on. Speaking of Doctor Manhattan, I wanted to throw this out there to your listeners because the idea occurred to me as I was on the plane back from uh, New York last night. Uh, someone should have already photoshopped uh, the KUFO radio family's faces into uh, various <gasps> Watchmen. Watchmen. Hey, hey, somebody out there, you know what I'm, you know yes. what I'm thinking. I'm calling Rorschach. Right. Just replace the fedora with my little Kangol, and I'm all good. <laughs> the Kangol, really? Yes. That's that's the easy the way to do rope. it. Oh yeah. All right. And I, I would I would imagine you would be uh, Ozzy. Uh, I don't know. I have, I really don't know. Of course, Sarah's pretty easy to cast as far as that goes. Mm, with the big breasted slutty girl. No, I was gonna say comedian. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because there really aren't any good girls on there except for the, uh, the original. Um, the mother. I, I was like gonna her. say, don't take this in a weird way, but yeah, you would. Yeah, I mean, I could see that because that's like, you know, it's kind of like how you're Lucille Bluth. Mm. I mean, it's just. No, I would be comfortable with the mother, not her Wait, little. You want to be her with like in the aged years? Yeah, an alcoholic in Florida. No, but she has like little like Betty Page bangs. Yeah. Oh, oh, she wants okay. to be the pinup. The original. Yeah, the pinup. There you go. Court would be comedian. Then. Yeah. Court would probably fit in comedian. And then Tim of... is Doctor Manhattan. Babusta. 
<laughs> or Babustus? What is Bubastus. it? Bubastus. Yeah. Tim is the cat. Tim I don't know. I have no idea. You'll have to look up who that is. I think Tim probably is Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's no, not. Yeah, he'll be in the suit, though. He won't be naked, naked, uh, no. Wait, I'm new man. Naked. Yes, no, yes. no, no. Yep. <laughs> there are rules and proprieties here. In fact, under that, he's actually just smooth plastic. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's no definition of any kind underneath there. Okay, CMD Portland. <sighs> All right. Uh, well, uh, thank you so much for the for the welcome. No, I, uh, thank, thank you, thank you for, for joining the team. I'm, I'm serious. We're going to uh, wash over Portland. Seriously, I mean, if Portland is going to have a voice from now on, it's seriously, it's going to be ours. I don't, I don't, I don't know if people quite realize that, but for um, all the, uh, the the image mongering that's been going on about Portland, all the magazines writing articles, there is uh, there is a mental image of what Portlanders are like, and I think that voice is going to be our voice now on KUFO. That's going to be us. So, and, I, and I'm I'm happy as hell. And let's just uh, say we're gonna march on a road of bones. Yes, we are. <laughs> and uh, we'll bathe in the blood of all who oppose us. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, thank you. And and really, honestly, all kidding aside, I mean, it's just it's the coolest thing. And Sarah and I were talking at the break, and Sarah said, "All right, we can ramp down the melodramatic, uh, poignant musing, Mister uh, Serious Guy. Let's be happy." <laughs> and I mean, it's just I think, and I'm and I really, honestly, absolutely, all of us, I can speak for that. I'm I'm. Absolutely, in no way, um, you know, we are just so unbelievably happy, and it's just so great in every way. I think a lot of it's just, you know, it's just it's been a big, it's been, you know, the it's been a weird six months for everybody, for yeah. the country, for us. It's been, you know, in in this room, it's been a weird, you know, few months, a few weeks, and this this last week is, you know, everything's kind of kind of coming together, and everybody sort of gets ratchet ratcheted up, and it is it's been exhausting, and I think the best way. But it is—it's just so unbelievably cool. And you, you got to uh, take your moments of confidence when you can, and hold on to them, and make them stronger in these in these horrible times. And if one of those moments of confidence is the fact that um, one of your favorite pieces of entertainment is going to be properly produced and broadcast to a wide number of people in a way it hasn't been before, you take that moment of confidence and 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 you and you keep it inside, and you're like, yes. Something good has happened in this mountain of crap that I've been living through in the last six months, and maybe more good things can happen from there on out. So that that's the way I would prefer to look at it. I totally I feel know. like I'm in late night infomercials. <laughs> Seriously, I totally, I totally feel like you were all a sepia tone yeah. Zack Snyder thing at the moment. Wow, excellent. Uh, so I thought it was Tony Robbins for a second. You could do that. I used to be 300 pounds and I was $40,000 in debt. See, I hear you say that, and I think that Jim Carrey skit from Saturday Night Live where he t- tells everybody to take crystal meth to lose 150 pounds. Well, that also works. That right. also works, Sick. yes. Uh, I, I would just like to add, though, this is such the, and I said this earlier, it's the golden opportunity for you guys, for us, mm-hmm. that there has not really, and think about it, the vast wasteland that is morning radio in Portland. <laughs> Think about it. We don't listen to it. There's nothing there. Now there I will be told, something. Yeah. There will be something. Mm-hmm. No fake voices. No. no. It's it no really man is. in the box. We're no crappy nicknames. I've already got that one hooked no. down. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that burden for you oh, guys. Oh, crappy nicknames. Oh, let me just uh, let me one of those up. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So but that that wasn't that wasn't a sideways dart aimed at anything or anything. No, no, no. no. You okay. just reminded me of a, okay. a limerick I heard earlier today. Oh. Okay. Um, so we will undoubtedly in the next you know day or two uh, we, you know you guys will be back here and we'll talk again. Oh yeah, we're gonna um, have you on the show on uh, Friday. 
we're, we're going to be like, hey, what's going on on our show? Okay. So that'll be, yes, that'll be and, after the second show. Yes, yeah. that's right. And Starbucks coming on Friday. But yeah. I'm sorry. It's yeah. the best yeah. thing ever. Oh, indeed. Yeah. Is she coming on to your show? Uh, no, she's just going to show up at the Baghdad. She was on our show. She's just uh, going to show up at the Baghdad. She's oh. only going to be at our movie, at our at our screening oh, so Battlestar Galactica. Is that lady on the uh, KUFO yes, website? Yes, indeed. No, she, she did a, a phoner with us last Friday. So oh. you can go download that at courtandfatboy.com. But yeah, I mean, she, she's going to be live uh, next Friday at the Baghdad Theater. And so. by the way, once Katie Sackhoff is sort of there on Friday at the bag of live with you yeah. guys. Can Court quit doing the passive thing of finding ways to go? Uh, hold on, I gotta find the, uh, I gotta find Paddock's number. Let's see. Hold on, Chuck Palahniuk, Katie Sackhoff, <laughs> Harry Shearer, Bruce Campbell. Oh, there it is. Did uh, I mention Katie Sackhoff? Oh, there it is, Chris Paddock. No, he's always so, going to do that. Yeah, yeah. always yeah. and forever. Did you notice? Also, she made a big attempt to say that she's got a boyfriend. Oh yeah. Over and over again. Did you notice? Well, I, I oh, think... that's a, that's the classic girl being creeped out by somebody. So you have to keep reminding. Well, I, she kept saying that to Court. <laughs> oh well, that's I'm stunned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Rock 101 KUFO, our new home as of Thursday morning, mm. and the home this afternoon of Corden uh, Fett. Actually, uh, Captain's on vacation. He's in Mexico. Are you so guys doing? No, I'm 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 gonna board jockey and play best of. No, oh, well there so. you go. Well, you know what? Uh, but the best of you guys is still you know. Best mediocre. of you guys is still better than than almost anything else that's out there. And I mean that. And that's why our station is going to be a juggernaut, man. I'm telling you, right. juggernaut, bitch. That's right. Uh, wow. Knocking people over. Okay. Uh, and Chris Paddock. Sure. You know, you I, I just have to be the uh, yang to his yin there and, and just say, <laughs> go Bears. <laughs> Wolverines! All right, back oh after this. I'll play us in the break here. Uh, it is the Rick Emerson radio program. Uh, back to wrap things up. Uh, Tim has some errands to do, some things, some... I think I have to sign papers and things. you got a key card that works now. What else could you want? I, I do. I can use the restroom all I want. <laughs> is that perhaps one that was complicated from yesterday? No. Uh, brand, no. New. brand new. Brand new for Tim. I'll play us in the break here. We'll come back with Tim. I swear to God, we'll get phone calls around the corner with people who have been very patient and holding for forever and ever. Uh, and uh, our friend Todd Tolstas will step in as well. Stay there. It's the Rick Emerson radio program moving to Rock 101 KUFO mornings this coming Thursday. Stay right there. The first step is admitting you have a problem. Has a problem. Hey, alternative rock DJs, get a last name. Calling yourself just Dave or Shelly or Sebastian makes you sound like an asshat. Remember, you play you too, but you're not really Bono. The cure for everything you hate about morning radio. The Rick Emerson Show. Mornings, 5 till 9, starting March 12th on Rock 101 KUFO. Fight the hand that feeds them 
and they worry about the times ahead. But everybody else is overwhelmed by indifference and the promise of an early bed. You either shut up or get cut out, they don't want to hear about it. Sony inches on the real to real. And the radio is in the hands of such a lot of fools trying to anesthetize the way that you feel. Radio is the sound salvation. Radio is cleaning up the nation. They say you better listen to the vice of Emerson radio program. Yay! Now and forever. It is 503 733 2970. 503 733 2970. Here with Sarah X. Dillon, Tim Riley. Hello. Returning to his rightful position as news director for this very fine radio program this Thursday as the Rick Emerson Show moves to mornings on Rock 101 KUFO, our sister station, a proud part of the CBS radio family. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. There's that timing for which, we're, we're, for which we're so known. Uh, right now they're nodding sagely and saying that's exactly the kind of interplay that we wanted. Uh, and it just, I should say also just one one thing, and then we'll uh, welcome our good friend Todd Tulsis to the show, and we'll uh, pull up a chair and get these calls. Um, in fact, let me pull up a chair now, and let me write down Do calls in big letters, because uh, people are very patient to listen to us uh, matter for a while here. Um I forgot we were taking phone calls. Yeah, yeah. Are we well, we're gonna do this on this new morning show and play music at the same time. Well, they've got two phone numbers, Tim. So it seems oh, like we ought to use me. them. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do more with more, Tim. Um, As it should be. I actually should say I should apologize for don't, don't. freaking everybody out. Uh, not even this morning, because I don't. This morning was ex- this morning unfolded exactly as Sarah and I wanted it to. This morning at the beginning of today's show went exactly the way Sarah and I had discussed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should just draw it out as long as humanly possible. And then to do the reveal of, hey, we're going to KUFO, and hey, Tim Riley. And that really was exactly the way we wanted to do it. Um, I do apologize uh, for terrifying everybody the other day by posting the Elvis Costello lyrics on my website, which I really didn't do to ratchet everybody up. It was just, you know, it's just been a, it's been a, it's been a weird yeah, couple of weeks. You're not one of those people who, like, put stuff out there like... Put like subtle hints or like look at me, look at me, and I was I, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, that's not like Rick because I know you wouldn't be doing anything like that. No, and and you know, and I, yeah, and I, I realized later I actually took it down. I actually deleted it uh, because I didn't want to be one of those, you know, like MySpace mood, you know, um, you know, uh, jaded uh, or something. Aggressive. Yeah, seriously, where we were like for the news. Were you? <laughs> Or that, uh, where people say, like, oh, I better I better call and find out why her Facebook status says, you know, like, wondering when it will stop. And it's just that we had gone through just a couple of weird days, and we had been talking to Don Taylor, who used to listen to KMET. 
uh, in Los Angeles with Jim Ladd and Mary Turner and all those guys. She listened to KMET, and we were talking about the book Radio Waves. And I was like, oh, you got to be Radio Waves. It's the book by Jim Ladd. It's the best thing I've ever read about radio. And then we had played Elvis Costello that day. Mm. And it had just been going through my head, and I talked about Radio Waves. And so I didn't even think about it. So I went home, and I put up a link in that What's Rick Thinking About? I put up the Radio Waves thing, and then I put up the Elvis Costello lyrics. And I, you know, I think I went to bed or something. And then the next day, I was checking my email. It's like, what are you doing? You're freaking us out. And I actually deleted it. I took it down because I didn't want to get everybody all worked up. So my apologies that I really wasn't, I wasn't trying to do a thing with that. So that's that's why I went back and removed it. So uh, sorry about that. Rick Emerson regrets the error. <laughs> all right. Hello, Todd Tulsus. Hello there. How are you, sir? I am fine, thank you. Uh, hello, Rick Emerson. Hello, uh, Sarah X. Dillon. Hello. hello. And hello, Tim Riley. Hello, Todd. It's nice to finally meet you here. Yes, it is fine to meet you, too. I've heard you for so many years, and now I feel like some cub reporter at the sitting at the feet of Edward R. Murrow. Oh, no, no, don't you. be. I heard you did a fine job here in my absence. Oh, I am, you know, slathered with compliments by your co-hosts here, but, you know, when you come face-to-face with one of the true gods of newscasting, you know, it's easy for, to start trembling. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> I'm like a, no disputing. It just, well, that's okay. I'm a god, but a humble one. Uh... Todd has, we were talking about uh, this as we went to break, that uh, really it is no exaggeration to say that it's because of Todd and uh, Don Taylor and David Walker and Dave Schmicky and just all those folks. That is the reason that we are actually even here with a show for Tim to return to. Because I think without without you all... Rick and I didn't think this was going to last three months without Tim. No, I mean, I just, I, we would have crumbled under the stress and the weight of our own neuroses. I mean, we almost did several times anyway. Uh, once, I think, when you were actually here. So, uh, sorry about that. But, well, thanks <laughs> yeah. for keeping them going. Well, uh, yeah, and I was thinking, gosh, you know, all I did was just keep your chair warm, buddy. Well, thank you. Is it still warm? It is. Okay. <laughs> Toasty. Um, well, Sarah, should we do some uh, calls here? Yeah, I, yeah, I feel so bad. All right. Um, so, you, uh, do you have a couple minutes, Tim? Tim, are you going to uh, stick around or are you going to uh, take off? I'm gonna uh, stay here till okay. I figure out what to do next. All right. <laughs> are you gonna let me? Just, are you guys gonna do anything in the next couple of days before we start doing the morning deal? Are you? Is there anything you're gonna do like? Well, last, last night time? I, but I, well, I went out for my last Sunday night last night. Yeah. That's why I don't feel so hot today. <laughs> I have to buy an alarm clock. Yes. Yes. You didn't buy an alarm clock before? Well, what did he need an alarm clock for? Oh, you mean when he was doing the show with us before? Yeah. No. I mean, it was that here was like, late. He was here like ten or eleven. <laughs> He's not us. <laughs> Um, I, I'm a middle-aged newsman. I'm not out painting the town red or any other color. <laughs> so, so Tim will be buying an alarm clock. I, uh, I don't know what I'll be doing. I'll be. Uh, I'm just, yeah. I'm just gonna around. stay out. Like, like, as I don't late know, maybe as possible. A late night movie or something. Stay out yeah. as late as possible on Wednesday. Don't go to bed at all. Just oh, come God. in. Just roll on in. I mean, I live in the suburbs. So everything's closed at five anyway. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, and that's just intel. But I'm kind of excited because, like, I haven't seen. What a day is like in, during the week, like between 10 and 3, in like three years. Right. I don't I, know what it's like out there. Like to, like it's going to be during the summer, too. It's like I ride my bike in the sun and stuff. It's going to be weird. And you know you're going to be done with work by like 10 in the morning, which is weird. I know. Mm-hmm. I remember that from when I worked at Coin. That was always really surreal. Oh, very strange. All right. Uh, well, let's just get some of these calls randomly, shall we? Mm-hmm. No idea. We'll just, uh, hello, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. What's up? Hello, hi. Welcome home, Tim. Hi, hello, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to say that this is the best thing that has happened since I moved from Dennis Pitsenbarger's neighborhood to your neighborhood. And I've been, whose neighborhood? And I've been, which, to, whose Tim, neighborhood? To Tim's neighborhood. Well, okay. And I will, well. continue, I will continue to not speak to you. I've been out there for over a year now, and even if I see you, I will continue to avoid you. 
but I'm glad you're back, and I'm glad you're going to FM because now um, now Lisa Desjardins won't be able to hear you in stereo. <laughs> that is true. Okay. Excellent. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, and welcome. Thank you. All right, there you go. Um, now I'm going to wonder who that is. Oh, now you know <laughs> every watching you from the bushes. <laughs> every face you see will be uh, will be suspicious and scary, Tim. Mm-hmm. As you you get the feeling that the folks in your neighborhood, as you said, the Oregonian piece that Peter Carlin wrote. Which, yeah, that that was quite the reveal for me. <laughs> and that you know, and I don't do now. Do the people in your neighborhood who, re, who realized who was living among them all this time? Do they no? Do they say hello or do they do they avoid you still, but they look at you? They 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 stop and say, "Are you going uh, back to CBS anytime soon?" And I say, "No, no, <laughs> never again, never." <laughs> Hell with that. Uh, and, and then today I'll be cut lying. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson show. Hello. Oh, you guys are great today. Oh, in the words of Stewie Griffin, "Oh yes, we have a show." Um, I was you. elated for all of you guys. Uh, I banged around in the broadcast business when I was young, and I, the money wasn't there. You had to do the. the it still isn't. <laughs> Some things never change, sir. Exactly, but I love the industry and I love you guys. And welcome back, Tim, is the main reason I called. Thank you. All right, thank you, my friend. Thank you for listening. All right, there you go. And uh, you're gonna have to listen to us when we move to KUFO, the Rock of Portland. Yes, that's, wake up early with us. That's right, Tim. Rock 101 KUFO mornings beginning this Thursday. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Radio Program. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Rick. Welcome back, Tim. Thank you. Did you think you would ever be saying those words, sir? It's Uncle Steve, and no, I did not ever think I would be saying those words. And uh, just happy as a clam, happy as a clam. I'm up in the morning anyway, so I will be listening very happily. And we should note, by the way, that just like we do here, uh, KUFO, there is a stream, there's a live stream, there's archives, there's the podcast. Uh, all the shows are archived. Away. You know, a lot of people now. I mean, for whatever reason. I, I met a guy the other day. I won't. I won't give his name. But a, a guy, oh, the, Hank. Uh, Hank. And Hank has been listening to uh, this show since 1999, so not, you know, all but a year, basically. He's been listening to us for a decade. And he casually mentioned, he goes, and I said, well, when do you listen? He goes, well, and he, he listened, you know, live every day, and I think he had a schedule change with his with his job. And so now he listens to the whole show every day, but he listens to it via MP3. You know, downloads it, sticks it on his iPod, and he listens to it. He plugs it, he takes it in his car, plugs it into the car stereo, listens to the whole show while he's out and about in the afternoon and the evening. So uh, just as we do now... Um, KUFO uh, will be broadcasting the show live on the air, live over the net, and then archiving every single show every single day uh, online. So that will continue. I do have a question, though, if I could. Yes, sir. Are we going to be listening to polka music as of Thursday on 970 AM? Oh, that is actually a good question. So people have been asking what's going to be happening here. We should work backward from a couple things. First of all, um, a lot of shakeups uh, recently, a lot of uh, transitions. And in radio, there's this term. You'll look in the back of like R and R magazine, or they'll be doing the news. And nobody ever quits or is fired in radio. They always exit. And so you'll read and it'll say, uh, "Meanwhile, KTLA night talker so and so exits." And what that usually means is fire, but not always. Um, so we had some exits. Uh, Adam Carolla exits. Tom Likas exits. Um, God, is who that else? Like being sent to the island. Uh, you said that, not me, sir. But. Um, so in terms of Tom Likas, starting today, the Michael Mara show will be airing in the afternoon. So we have uh, Michael Mara coming up today, 3 to 7, followed by Phil Hendry at 7, uh, John and Jeff uh, returning to the overnight slot. Uh, they've been in that position for a long time. Um, so that is what's happening starting at 3. As for this slot as of Thursday, when we move to Rock 101 KUFO, um, that announcement will actually be coming in the next day or so. I hope so, it's focused. 
I don't give it away, Tim. Don't read ahead in the novel. Scotty uh, Jay's going to get his own show. Damn, damn. Uh, yes. No. Yes. No. Okay, I love you guys. Welcome back, Tim. Thank you, Thank sir. You. All right, there you go. Uh, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello. Hello. Two things. First off, uh, yes, welcome back, Tim. We're all glad you're back. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask was, uh, Rick, you were program manager for the AM 970 station, correct? Yes. So you sort of formed the, like, everything that came and went was sort of like started off as your idea. I shaped it like uh, Eve from the rib of Adam, sir. Exactly. Are you still in that capacity at that station and, or, are you the new GM at UFO? And does that mean... We're yes, gonna... I'm the new GM. <laughs> well, whatever that means. I'm not... They're going to get me a sinister car to drive any day now. <laughs> Uh, no, the horns I mean, on the front. Are you <laughs> are you going to have um, uh, similar input into the uh, the ever expanding KUFO, or is this just a change in the morning um, the morning slot? That's too many questions. Seriously, I'll try to whittle this down. Um, so, uh, yeah. So when we came uh, and with Tim, Sarah, myself, when we came here to 970, we were all uh, on the beach, as they say, unemployed. Mm-hmm. And when CBS Radio hired us. Uh, I, you know, we took over the midday show here, and I simultaneously took over the program director duties, which, you know, the, the program director basically is, you know, you're sort of responsible for the lineup and essentially everything that comes out of the speaker, you know, kind of, you know, you're the guy who ultimately sort of signs off on that. You don't necessarily do every little thing, but, you know, you're kind of the guy who is, you're the, the coach, for lack of a better word. Um, on your desk or something like that. Yeah, and, you know, sort of the guy who keeps an eye on everything. Um, as we move to mornings on Rock 101 KUFO, which will be this coming Thursday, uh, the programming duties for this station it's not going to happen overnight uh those will transition as they say uh to our good friend chris paddock uh because he begged for them he just he got down he pleaded tim (laughs) he begged and pleaded um really for no other reason than this don't get and look don't get me don't get me wrong uh this and i have a whole sad a whole sad as sarah would say a whole buzzkill poignant thing that we'll say on wednesday about this but you know here's here's the deal this station if you've seen the movie apollo 13 this station is very much like that scene in Apollo 13 where they're in the capsule and they have to shut it all down at the end and they have to crawl through the little gateway into the new capsule and they seal the door and they send the capsule off and I forget exactly what they say, but they say, uh, what I forget what the name of it even is because I don't think the name of it is Apollo 13. It's like, you know. That's a lunar module, isn't it? Yeah, they say, but they say, you know. They say Godspeed, Lunar Module, and thank you or something. And they, Same thing. You know, and they move into the new capsule. And that really is what it is. And this station has been... On the air since 1926. It, it, it went back when it was coin... Coin. Coin radio. And Arthur Godfrey on here. And the, the Cuckoo Club in the afternoon. And the Cuckoo Club is actually going to be the new midday show. I didn't want to give it away. <laughs> the Coin um, Orchestra. But this station has really been good to us. And I mean that in the truest sense. This station has been probably the best place that we have ever worked uh, in some ways. Yeah. In some ways, the best place we've ever worked. And as this show goes to mornings, I want to make sure that we, and specifically I, that I can give all my energy to the show. And so for that reason, uh, Chris Paddock is going to take over the program director duties. That being said, um, you know, there's no immediate changes on the horizon except for, you know, like I said, there's stuff with Lycus and Michael Mara moving around. And, the, you know, be something in this in this spot, and they'll make an announcement about that. But there's... Yeah, you know, not not any immediate changes. Nobody's reaching for the handle or for the button or, or whatever. But it'll always be here. Yeah, I mean, it's, one of the towers they thought was going to collapse a couple of weeks ago, it didn't. It's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be here, and you know, everything changes over time. But those decisions are going to be somebody else's in the near future because I want to put all my energy toward the toward the morning show. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. So, um, 
Not necessarily an immediate shakeup in the playlist, UFO, but perhaps over time things will evolve. Well, again, let's be very clear about this. That we're going to be doing the morning show at KUFO. Exactly. The programming of that station uh, will continue to stay with Chris Paddock. He's doing a great job. So that you know that those the rest of, everything that happens you know outside of the morning show that's uh, you know that is that is his dominion uh, entirely. So he will okay. be uh, he'll be doing that. Congrats to all of you. All right. I think it's uh, really wonderful, and uh, and this is a step up, right? Morning drive time. Yes, uh, yeah, and a one hundred thousand watt FM station. Yeah, one tower right. up on top of a big reach. hill. Yeah, I mean, really, it's. I mean, and we're not joking. We say it's twenty times the wattage. It is twenty times the reach. Um, so, and again, that's not to knock this station or this signal. It's, we have loved working at this station. We really have. Uh, this is just. This is what's next, as they say. This is. Uh, this is the next logical step. For the show, it really is what's next. So thank so you, sir. Next, at the next uh, CBS uh, affiliate uh, meeting, you guys get out of the lobby and actually get to sit down in the in the, in the room with the bigwigs. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, nothing. I, was I did last like, December, and that was the last. <laughs> yeah, no, those meetings <laughs> end poorly for us. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye bye. Right, there you go. Um, yeah, it is. It's just. It's. I and I think, uh, and we'll get to this call here in just a second. Somebody uh, asked me about. You know us, and 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 you know, are you gonna this? Where's this email? You're gonna be a, are you gonna be a kooky morning show? The answer is yes. We're gonna be uh, unbelievably kooky. We're gonna be cooktastic. Uh, we're gonna be whacktastic. As, uh, as my chase used to say. Um, Let's play high low. I think that probably five years ago, this show we wouldn't have been ready for this. It wasn't. It wouldn't have been the right time because I don't think we knew really what the show was about. I don't think we'd found our, our voice really in in a figurative sense. And I think, you know, and I, I can't speak for KUFO, but I think they were, they were maybe in a different place. They were doing something different just in terms of, of tone. But this is, this is the right time. This is the right time, the right station, and this is the right time for this show to make the move. It really is. It, is, it could not have come at a better time. Really is everything coming together as, as it should. It's almost like it was sort of pre, predestined. Hello. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello, guys. Just want to give you a big, fat welcome to KUFO. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I just don't know what I'm going to do in my afternoon now. But, you know, the, the weird thing is, is I actually, for some reason, I kind of thought about this over the weekend. I was like, man, I wonder who's going to end up taking over Adam Carolla's spot. And I was like, wow, Rick should do it. Hey. Hold you, hold you tell me, and you are. Well, thank you for the positive vibe, sir. You made it happen. I, all right. Right on. Thanks, guys. Keep Th on keeping on. Thank you, sir. Spread the word, please. All right. Do one more, and then we will uh, uh, actually uh, try to do some actual uh, news here just to sort of keep the wheels rolling. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. What's up? Hey, Rick. Uh, I just turned on. Uh, what time are you starting on KFU, KUFO? What's it, your schedule? It's going to be at the completely reasonable hour of 5 a.m., sir. Well, you want to hear my story of woe, then? <laughs> you mean I'm a story of, like, sadness or a story of Keanu Reeves, like, whoa? <laughs> no, a story of sadness. Oh, I, um, I thought it was going to be the whoa kind. All right. I, I work at a union job where I choose my, my runs by seniority. Yes, sir. And... When you said Phil Henry and Michael Merrow were going to be on after you, I specifically chose my run from so it would be from 11 in the morning till 10 o'clock well so done. I could listen all day long. And yeah. it starts today. I have six months now. I can't listen to you because I don't start till 11 o'clock in the morning. Well, let me ask you, when you say, are you a delivery driver, sir? No, I uh, drive transit. Okay, so. but I mean, you'd be behind the wheel. You know, a lot of us, we always say that we have like 80, 85% of the audience of people who were behind the wheel uh, during the day. So, uh, so you drive transit now, uh, you listen to the radio live. Now, is there some way, will they, uh, is there some way that you could have like the, uh, like your, your iPod or whatever sort of patched into your radio? No. Then see, here's no, what you'll have to, 
they, and two thirds of the fun is calling in. See, if, you, if, you, if I have to listen to it on the computer after work, it's just kind of like two thirds of the two thirds of the fun is calling in and saying "Baba Booey" at some inopportune moment. <laughs> It is hopefully a little more intelligent than that. I'll put it this but, way. Uh, I'll put it this way. It's going to be for a lot of us, for you, for us. It's going to be. There's going to be people uh, mentally adjusting. If it makes you feel any better, it may not. Uh, so, we're all going to be doing some mental adjustment on on our end as well. So yeah, but the whole idea, if I would have known this a, a week ago, I wouldn't have bid the run I did, and I wouldn't have, and I could have taken a morning shift. It's funny you say that because we actually had a long meeting about whether to call you, and, and we were uh, saying I know, like. I know. Well, the phone kept ringing. I, I voted for it, but, but Tim, Tim, Tim said that you should stay out of the loop. So, I mean, it's, I wanted to let you know. <laughs> well, anyway, I just wanted to tell you that, right. uh, man, I'm I'm truly bummed because I really enjoy listening to you guys. Well, thank you for being happy for us at least. <clears throat> and I still have Bill uh, <clears throat> Henry and Michael Merritt, I guess. So that's two thirds no, of the. Just no pushing some people. All right. Well, I love how everyone feels like they're suffering the consequences of our early hours. Seriously, I... We're the ones dragging our asses out of bed. Well, we're the one that gives you the ability to have early hours, too. So, I mean, it's your listeners. You're, they're not there to talk amongst yourselves. You're Are there they? to entertain us. We're their monkeys, right? I don't think anybody exactly. ever told us that. You're the monkeys. I should say, uh, by the way, that an appropriate way to end this call would be to exp uh, perhaps express congratulations and gratitude for the return of Tim Riley to a, a position of paid employment, sir. But I can't listen to him because I'm. You no. guys didn't tell well, him. Then, thank okay. you. <laughs> We're gonna move on then. All right. You know what? That's that's your boggle, my friend. All right. Thank you so much. I don't mean to sound, uh, you know, whatever. But bye. I Jesus. <laughs> Seriously. He stressed me out. Seriously, I, I, the guy got a this? guy got a job, jackass. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I I will not apologize for moving to a better signal, and structuring the show so that Tim Riley has returned. So that's what you're waiting for. You can just. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna How be dare a, we not consider his work schedule before we took this job? It's gonna be a long spring, Mister. So, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, whatever. Moving on. All right, Tim Riley. Um, I think I have to leave and get one of those. Welcome to CBS. Seriously, There's you better leave. Ten of Les Moonves. <laughs> for framing. You better leave and go over to that guy's house and uh, you know and you know you know give him like a long personal apology yes, in person and for getting hired in the morning and entertain him because that's that's all that go over and do a little for. dance for him, Tim. Well, all right. Jesus. All right. Some well, thanks for inviting me in today. This is very enjoyable. Oh, are you kidding? Come really? on. Really? Did you just say that? Thanks for inviting you in. Well, I'm trying to be polite. No, Tim. Right. Well, you know what? You have a key card. It's it's not like you don't have a key card. You have a key card now. It works. Have you tried it? Yes, I have. All right. You have a key card and a badge. And I, I have my staff badge. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back. All right. Uh, beginning this Thursday morning's Rock 101 KUFO, the Rick Emerson uh, radio program featuring Sarah X. Dillon, myself, Richie Bristol, and Tim Riley. What so, are we going to do on this show anyway? I don't know. Well, we'll decide there. I figured I'd just play some Bachman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> we'll just play it by ear. <laughs> and then we'd uh, and we'd have like a and then we'd go butt slammed. Yeah, I could bring in some of my old rock and roll scratchy 45. Please do so. Right. <laughs> bring in some of those one-sided interview discs, like maybe with the guys in Toto. All right, Todd Tulsis, Kansas. We come back news with Todd Tulsis. More of your phone calls, and uh, we will be speaking with Tim Riley in the next day or so as we uh, look forward to our move to Rock 101 KUFO in the morning. Stay there. The Rick Emerson Show continues next.
Rick Emerson radio program. It's 503-733-2970. And you're right about that, by the way. I, it, there's no other term. <laughs> it's the gayest video ever made. Honestly, people, if you have, a, if you have the YouTube in front of you, look up the video for Radio Gaga. It's amazing. Screamingly gay. It is. Wow. Not to belabor the point, this email says, uh, in reference to a uh, caller from a few minutes back, this email says, how dare you get success? Damn it, I won't have it. Thank you. Hello, Todd Tolthus. Hello, Rick Emerson. How Hello, are you, Sarah Exilin. I'm fine, thank you. And, can, uh, I, can I tell you a little inside the radio, whatever? Uh, I called Todd last night, and I said, hey, so here's a thing. Yeah, uh, I got I got the booty call last night again. <laughs> so I'm kind of getting used to it. Do you remember telling me that like uh, I could answer the phone because my wife isn't busy pawing me or something? She was taking a break from pawing you or whatever. And I, I you know, I said, hey, we're gonna, you know, the show is gonna be moving to mornings. Rock 101 KUFO this coming Thursday. And I said, as part of that, Tim's gonna be returning. And uh, and I, I said, you know, just it just means so much that you guys have have come in and just lent a hand with all this and. Todd, as he was today, and as I suspect he will be for the remainder of the program, was just so unbelievably gracious last night. He's like, I just, you know, I'm just glad to be part. Of it. Just glad to keep the chair warm. And just, you know, you, you guys have really all just been so great and just so, uh, uh, you know, just just so so unbelievably selfless about it that uh, I, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna quit thanking you guys. So. You know, and it's sort of a, a Nostradamus like, you know, um, a quest. It almost seems like, you know. I, we almost knew that Tim would make his way back here eventually. I, I know, know, isn't that weird? It kind of felt like it, but I never believed it. Yeah, and that uh, um, that uh, me and uh, you know the people who've sat in here over the past couple of months in this same chair, which is Tim's chair, we knew we were just keeping it warm for him because he would be back. And you know, and we, when everything kind of went went south in December, and Tim said his goodbye in the air, and we were, we made, you know, we were very very clear at the time that. Uh, you know, to, to make we made very clear we took great pains to point out that CBS was utterly gracious about it, and you know as we've said many times that Tim did a whole goodbye which you never get to do, which they also extended to Tom Likas and to Adam Carolla, and it was just uh, you know it was really something, um, and you know and that that I think made things a lot easier, and also you know the, you know you, you just pointed it out that Sarah and I kept saying you know that well this is you know Tim is you know leaving the program for now, but who knows what the future holds, and the future is the future, and we'll see, and. Yeah, the weird thing, and I'm not some hippie trippy nitwit, but I the the thing is that even as we were saying that, even as Sarah and I were like going, well, you know, this is this is the way it is for now, but you know, who knows? The future will unfold in in its own way, and Tim Tim may yet, you know, grace these airwaves. And I think Sarah and I both kind of felt like it might happen, but at the same time realized we had no logical reason for believing that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there was no evidence to indicate, and this is not knocking anybody. This is just the, the, the sad economic reality of the times. There was really no evidence to indicate that that would happen, although it has. But but at the time, we just it did just seem it. We just felt it. It just seemed like a thing. So, in any event, ladies and gentlemen, let us do this and go to the news desk. And now, from the CBS Radio Center in downtown Portland, this is the news. Oh, that's me. Yes. You. Hello, sir. I'm sorry, I was gazing at the ceiling. The Obama administration vowed Monday to keep up military surveillance on the waters off China, even though Chinese sailors of a Chinese spy ship they were tracking pulled their pants down and BA'd the U.S. Navy vessel. Wait. And BA'd? What? Yes. yes. Uh, a Chinese spy what? An American spy ship. Okay. 
was uh, in the uh, Ch- uh, in the South China Sea, uh, okay. gathering intelligence information. Right. Uh, this is the uh, USNS Impeccable, a a spy ship. The Impeccable, uh, yes, uh, Navy spy ship in the uh, South China Sea, and and in this odd, uh, bizarre twist, uh, the unarmed Impeccable, by the way, the the USS Mister Blackwell, yes, uh, turned fire hoses on the one vessel that came within fifty feet of it. It got a little too close, so uh, you know that's about the only weapon they had was fire hoses. And in response, the Chinese crew stripped to their underwear and bent over. Why did we turn fire hoses? I don't understand. What, so there's a, a Chinese ship got too close to us, and yes. so we turned fire hoses on it. Yes, it was acting in a provocative manner. Oh, I see. So it wasn't like a submarine. It was like an actual ship. This is another ship. Yeah. All right. And we were like, uh, we sprayed them with fire hoses, and then they showed us their buttocks. Yes. It seems like if you know the other ship is equipped with fire hoses... Uh, which are actually so powerful they can blow you off your feet and break the skin. Maybe you don't want to be showing your exposed anus. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, all the Or maybe crazy. you do. Or maybe you do. No one ever, no it's one different is, people. It is a different culture, Sarah. <laughs> no one ever accused the Chinese Navy of having the highest standards of excellence in performance. No, no. And I mean, really, I mean, as we said, if you're, you know, if you're born in China, I mean, really, like, how... How attached could you could you really be to like any kind of happiness? I mean, you know, it's just it's just one big cavalcade of misery and pain anyway. So I mean, whether it's from a fire hose or just the government, you know, whether it's a whether it's a fire hose or a tank, you're gonna get it one way or the other. So all right, well, fair enough. Now, apparently, the Chinese vessels surrounded the U.S. Navy ship, the Impeccable. The two got close enough for the crew to see people waving Chinese flags and telling the American ship to go away. That's what the Pentagon said. You know, I don't think it really works to just tell American military troops to go away. I yeah. think that, the, as history has shown, that, in fact, not even actual bullets are enough to get the American military to go away most of the time. Yeah, you got to wonder, what, is the, what, is the pro, what would the proper response be? I mean, here are, here are Chinese sailors telling the Americans to go away and waving Chinese flags. Is this in international waters? Yes. Uh, well, see, then, I, I think you can do, I mean, you can do whatever you want in international waters, right? Yes. I mean, you can't, I don't think there's any law, I, I, I don't think, I, I mean, I always wonder this. You hear this thing about international waters. And it was, I guess, is 12 miles offshore or something. Mm-hmm. But then, so my question is, is that actually the case? By which I mean, like, if you were just to go out and commit some horrible, unbelievable uh, atrocity against humankind, but like in the middle of the ocean, does that mean that you can't be punished by anybody ever at all? I mean, in a court of law, anyway? I suppose not. That's hmm. interesting. Because why wouldn't everybody just, uh, you know... Rent boats and go well, 12 miles? Why wouldn't there be, like, Crime Town or something? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why wouldn't you open one of those Islands of Lost Boys or whatever it is they have in Pinocchio? Uh, Pinocchio. I always get it confused. Pinocchio and the other Peter one. Pan. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Is that where it is for the alternative? The donkeys at the end? It's Pleasure Island or something? That's where the Chinese vessel was heading, apparently. I think the donkey donkeys island. Is, uh, we've, we've had this conversation. But we, we never, never remember. I can never forget that. I think answer. donkeys is Pinocchio. But you know what I mean? Why wouldn't somebody open, like, what is this? Well, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's Corruptonia. Uh, and it's just, you know, and it's just some platform, like 55 miles out. And you can just do whatever you want. There is no law. Well, apparently China views almost the entire South China Sea as its territory. And China claims just some small islands in the region they have put it in. Oh, it's at odds with other governments, including the Philippines and Vietnam oh, and Malaysia, Brunei, Taiwan, and the list goes on like, and on. Now you can add the United States to that list. It's like Libya all over again. Remember Muammar Gaddafi had that whole thing of, no, 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 our border extends for 500 miles. What are you going to do about it? And then the answer is bomb the nursery where your children sleep. Uh, and, so, and in this case, the Chinese decided they'd pull their pants down to get the, uh, the American sailors to leave. They said, go away, and the American sailors respond with fire hoses, so they pulled their pants down. I mean, is this like more budget cutbacks? Does nobody have any guns anymore? Seriously, uh, we have no guns. We must fight with buttocks. We, w- we will fight American imperialists with asses. <laughs> asses of evil. 
<laughs> and then the Americans are just going, well, we got water, I guess. Who wants to throw water? All right, let's hit him with water, I what, guess. What do we got, Captain? Well, fire hoses. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, can you do your, uh, uh, I hate to be this guy, but I mean, can you repurpose perhaps uh, your uh, your Asian voice for, to, to become a Chinese voice? Of course. Could you do like a... Of course he could. I'm just saying. You tell those men below, they need to get on deck and put their pants down. <laughs> Fantastic. Well done. Yes, sir. That's Hi. excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. So I don't know if that's an escalation or de-escalation. I don't know if, you know what I mean? Like, is this a step forward or back in terms of sort of a Cold War relations? That they're, they're flashing us, and then all we, can, all we have to fight back are, like, hoses. It is a step forward for dropping trow in yeah. international waters. I suppose. All right. Here's Todd Tulsis. Never thought you'd hear this headline. The world has too much oil. But that's what's happening as domestic storage tankers filled to capacity and super tankers that are now parked offshore unable to offload their crude because the buyers just aren't there. Oil companies are paying an average of $75,000 a day to tanker companies just to have their ships sit full of oil offshore. Meanwhile, refineries uh, here in the United States have cut production, have laid off workers due to the lack of demand in gasoline. So there's, you know, this is weird, actually. I was talking to somebody this weekend uh, who we were talking, and I hate, you know, I hate to be this guy, but I just, uh, there's just no getting around of it. I said the other day that the, the first question out of everybody's mouth these days is like, so how's your job? You know, that's just like the, that is the new what's your sign. Right. Or my place or yours or some weather we're having or, you know, look at these bunions. It's everybody is sort of saying, hey, what's up with your gig? Not just to me, but just to everybody. And I told our landlord came over and was talking to Laura. And the landlord's like, so everybody here is still employed? And she said, yes, everybody employed at your house. And he's like, for the moment. And uh, we were talking, Laura and I were talking to some friends of ours on Friday night where uh, it's a couple. And the, you know, half of the couple thinks that they're about to be let go. The other half got told, well, you get a job for six months anyway. But uh, beyond that, eh. and everybody is sort of having that discussion. Uh, first thing, First thing out of the gate. But the woman said, the creepiest thing. She said that she is still going to the same job. She's got a job for like six months. She's still going to the same job every morning at the same time. But she said uh, that the traffic has gotten so much lighter during her commute. And her commute is at the same time it always was. Mm -hmm. Same hours. But the, the commute is so much lighter because unemployment is up everywhere. And unemployment in Oregon is above the rest of the country. I mean, we are, there's five states, I think, that have higher unemployment than the whole country. Detroit, Florida, California, something else, Detroit, Michigan, uh, Florida, California, uh, something else, and, and us, basically. We're like 10.8, and the country's at 8.6, I think. Yeah. And, you know, that's like 10% of the people, like one out of every 10 people doesn't have a, a job. And I saw this graph last night, Ali Velshi, as he does, scaring the hell out of everybody with his charts. Uh, and it was showing the layoffs last what is this, March? The layoffs last March, and then the layoffs now. And it's just like night and day. I mean, it's like you planted it's like you planted a kudzu and then came back and it just, and it just grew. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, so, anyway, it's just it's just 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 weird. But um, you know, anyway, all right. So that's that's so that's I guess maybe that means that the cost of gas would at least be going down if nobody's driving. It should be. Uh, unfortunately, even though the price of crude, which is still quite low comparatively uh, to say last summer. Uh, gasoline prices have been creeping up a little bit lately. We now see it about two bucks and some change per gallon in the Portland area. You can get a little cheaper out in Sandy at a buck seventy nine. I wonder if people are doing like that carpooling thing that was so. Because in the seventies, everybody started carpooling. Because this feels so much like the seventies in so many ways. You know, with with starring Barack Obama as Jimmy Carter, 
And because you know the, the weird, you know the the problem, you know the Middle East uh, oil uh, issue and the embargo and the sort of hopelessly incompetent boob-like administration that gets booted out finally, and uh, you know, and then the the guy who's sort of you know the not not that he's not a politician, but he's sort of the anti-politician and he's you know different kind of politician. And there's this hope for a clean sweep and a fresh start, and but as part of it, there's this energy crisis and the unemployment and escalating national tensions and inter- international tensions. It feels very much like the 70s. And so you got to wonder if, if all of that stuff in the 70s is going to start coming back where, like, they're telling you to, like, not run your air conditioner, you know? And, like, it, it, I remember Carter doing that thing if he came on TV in a sweater. Yeah, fireside chats. Yeah, he's like, don't turn on your heat. Uh, just use a sweater, which nobody wanted. That was a message no one wanted to hear. Yeah, that's right. But I, I wonder if, if we're going to have all of that stuff come back, like the carpooling that everybody was having to do in the 70s. Carpooling and uh, use of mass transit is now at an all-time high in our area, is too. It? Absolutely. Hey, they got that, and they got that, that other thing, the West or whatever it is rolling, right? Oh, Which is the... West Side Express. Something that we had no idea existed. Well, because why would... I mean, really. Why would I know that? Because it goes from what... Something, Wilson, Wilsonville to Beaverton. You see, why would I even know that that exists? When am I ever going from Wilsonville to Beaverton? That's, <laughs> the answer is never. You, leave, you lead such an insulated life, don't you? And it's not that. It's just that, like, if I'm going to go to Wilsonville, it's not from Beaverton. It's from here. That's right. And by Wilsonville, I just mean fries. I mean, if they had a thing that just went from here to, like, a rocket train, <gasps> geeks should totally get together, and we should get a bullet train that goes from Portland to fries and back. Now you're I would something. totally pitch in for that. Now you're onto something. Well, you know, we got all the stimulus package and a public works project. That should be the public works project. We should get together and demand a bullet train that goes from here to Fry's. Because think about it. Uh, you know, it, it, that would spur commerce as well. Go to Fry's, buy some uh, gaudy, shiny consumer goods, and then come back to Portland. So I would totally pitch in for that right now. Let's do one more, and then we'll uh, take a break, get caught up, and then uh, do more calls. More news on the other side. Wildlife Safari employee has uh, been attacked by a bear. This is down in Winston, Oregon. You may pass it on the uh, on the interstate if you're traveling to uh, uh, southern Oregon, the Wildlife Safari. A black bear attacked a 23-year-old Wildlife Safari employee. Her name is Cotty Singleton. She is uh, known as a carnivore keeper at the park. Apparently, she was... Uh, Trying to feed one of the uh, one of the bears, and uh, the bear decided to approach, and so she poked it with a cattle prod, and that <laughs> angered the bear, and so the bear bit and clawed her, and uh, she used pepper spray. She got away. She's okay. So uh, I, she, okay. Don't poke the bear. Don't poke the bear. It's your lesson for today, kid. Don't taunt Happy Fun Ball. We will take a break. We'll come back after this. Your phone calls if you're on hold. Hang tight. Don't forget the Rick Emerson Show moves to Rock 101 KUFO. Mornings starting this coming Thursday. Sarah X. Dillon, Tim Riley, uh, Richie Bristol, and myself all moving to mornings on Rock 101 KUFO this coming Thursday. Your phone calls, more from Todd Tolsis around the corner. Don't go anywhere. It's the Rick Everson radio program. Stay right there. Look, let's get one thing straight, Stewie. The only reason you're here is that my boss ordered me to bring you on. All right? This is my show, and it's a serious intellectual hour of discussion, and I want to keep it that way. Mm, no problem. All right. In three, two, one. This is the lunch hour with your host. Hey, what's up, Kilhog? From the station that reaches the beaches, you're listening to Dingo and the Baby. Dingo and the Baby. Then seven point five, Kilhog. Oh, Baby. <laughs> What the hell are you doing? What, what the hell does that have to do with anything? They're just wacky sounds, you know, to liven things up.
my eyes, I'm there, Sarah. <laughs> and, wow. Never mind. <laughs> what, is, what is that from? That is Family Guy. Oh. Family Guy. Dingo and the Baby. Butch Lamb. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> it is the Rick Emerson Radio Program. Don't forget, coming this Thursday, not today, not tomorrow, not Wednesday, but Thursday, March 12th, this very fine radio program, The Rick Emerson Show, moving to Rock 101 KUFO Mornings, featuring the return of Tim Riley to his rightful position as news deity and overlord. Like, I don't even feel like he was here. I feel like we just made that up. Seriously. Like, on this, like, what, even, I think it was Bobby or Paddock or somebody said, like, how do you feel? I feel like I'm in some weird bubble. Mm-hmm. And if I move too much, it's going to pop, and I'm going to be like, uh, wake up. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm still doing country radio or something. And I'll, just, I'll wake up, and I'll be doing country gold overnights somewhere. Jesus. I feel like I'm standing on the dock watching you guys sail off on the 100,000-watt Red Star liner, and I'm going to be sitting there waving goodbye. Wait, is that the one that sinks? No, 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 no. Of course not. What's Even the, to the Titanic. Oh, the White Star. That's the White Star line. Yeah. All right. We're on the Carpathia. Yeah. <laughs> We're the... Uh, Rescued is it Carpathia? Everybody. I thought it was Carpathia. I don't really know. Okay. Is it the... I was just sort of guessing. Is it in fact... Is it one of those? I don't know. You know, really, the Titanic trivia that we uh, have here at our disposal is just one of the reasons they decided to move us to Morning Drive, <laughs> by the way, um, and so forth. Uh, you feel like uh, you feel like you're holding one end of the ticker tape, and we're holding the other, and it's about to go taut and snap. Yes, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> With any luck, I'll be pulled into the water, and you know, watch and consumed the life. Yeah. Well, speaking of water, aren't you going somewhere fancy? To, like, go swimming with sharks or something? Segway master. I know. God. Dingo! Yeah. Cindy and I I are catching a late-night flight tonight. We're going to Belize. And And where is Belize? Belize is just uh, just south of... uh, It's in South America? No, next stop uh, below Mexico. Really? It's not in South America? Nah. Is it like an island? Belize is in Mexico? No. Belize is... uh, Is it part of Mexico? No. It's a country just south... It's the next country down from Mexico. Such an ugly American. Yeah. Just south of Cancun. A little south of Cancun. But it's part of the mainland. Yes, it's part of the mainland. It is a country. I thought that it just went like America, Mexico, like... South America. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think there was anything else there. <laughs> that is a... Panama many, Canal. Many <laughs> Americans' view of the world, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, look. Uh, you know, the, uh, the... So, what is in Belize? I mean, why... I'm sure it's a great place. Why are you going there? Actually, uh, we've been there once before. We had such a great time. It's a great place for diving. And so we're going to go do some diving there. And this time we're going to a small uh, town called Placentia. In the southern part of Belize, and uh, you know, if if you think the northern part of Belize and the and the little keys that we stayed at last time were laid back, oh my! Oh, and God. I do. No, oh, trust me. If I had a nickel, I don't know anything that you're talking about right now. Well, See, first of what? all, there aren't any paved roads. Okay, so everything is sort of like packed sand, and the preferred mode of transportation is the golf cart. This is one of those things that's a vacation and interesting to some people, and seems horrifying to me. It seems like a thing I would go out of my way to avoid. <laughs> You know, that, that I realize is that is the crucial distinction between, for example, myself and my wife, who loves to camp, loves the outdoors, yeah. just went to, uh, went, uh, hiked up the Amazon, uh, you know, went to Peru, Machu Picchu, all that, which is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to knock it. Many people are into it. But for me, it's like, for me, it's like humanity has spent millions of years evolving so that we can have carpeting and, and lights and, and air conditioning. I mean, we've advanced. We've advanced past the level of being savages. Uh, and so the, the idea, no, 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 I'm going to go back and sleep on dirt. You no, know, listen, we're not going to go. We're, we're not living in a mud hut here. You know, we're staying at a lovely little place called the Casa at Last. And it's just four. The little, Casa at Last? Casa at Last. Yeah, you can you can Google it. It's there. It's got a lovely little website. Just four little cabanas, uh, cabanas 
Sorry, I'm from New York. Four little cabanas, and right on the lagoon, and it's... Uh, what do you swim with? Are you diving with, with like, creatures of some kind? Yes, yes. Uh, four times a year, uh, right around the full moon, in March, April, May, and June, a couple of days either side of the full moon, the whale sharks, the largest fish in the sea, make appearances in a place called Gladden Spit, just off the coast of Placentia. Did you Thanks. giant shark? Thanks so much. Yeah, no. these are whale sharks. They are the whale largest. Whale sharks? Yes. During the day? They are the, yeah, this is the largest fish in the sea. They have no interest in eating people. Sure. Well, they, they don't have to have shark. an interest in eating people. They just have to be big enough to do it accidentally. And Siegfried and Roy's tigers love them. How big oh, is seriously? How, and Don, Don Taylor's pit bulls are harmless. How, how big are they? How big is a, is a whale shark? A whale shark, a full-size whale shark, is, is about, that, about as big as a TriMet bus. I mean, here's a dumb okay, question. Is it as big as a whale? Some whale. Because it's, it's yeah. not a whale, it's a shark, but you call it a whale shark because of the size. Yes. So it's the, it's the size of a bus? Yes. How big is its mouth? Five feet across. No, thanks. No. What? Yeah. Because, like, Holy you, God. Well, when you no. say that it's, it's not gonna, it has any interest in eating you, it, it could just do it passively. Like, it doesn't have to have any interest. That you could accidentally say. swim into it. This, this fish displaces so much water so that when it's moving forward, the shock wave of the ocean just pushes you aside. Uh-huh. So, really, it has no interest. It, you know, eats, it eats things like, uh, you know, krill and uh, uh, yeah, algae and fish eggs and uh, okay. know, stuff like that. Can I tell you, I'm looking at a picture of this right now. This is one of those, Jesus, God, good God almighty. Sarah, did you see this picture? We have some uh, mystery guests who have entered the studio that we'll introduce here in a moment, but I, okay. Sarah, so you looked at this, these whale shark photos, but did you see yeah. this one in particular? Which one, the one with the mouth open? Yes, where it looks like a huge tube. Yeah. <laughs> that is not right. Okay, so I'm looking at this. By the way, everybody, just go to, uh, go to Google image search and just type in whale shark and look for the one where it's got its mouth open as though to say, no. <laughs> that is unnerving. So that's five feet. Yeah, it's about five feet across. So you would just take, uh, like, me almost in just standing up. Yeah, but don't forget, these are filter feeders, right? Basically, they suck in everything in the water. Great. And, Including and, you. And that's wonderful. Oh, well, I'm telling you, they're not interested in people. They only eat stuff like plankton, krill, maybe a shrimp or two, maybe I mean, a tiny minnow or something like that. Uh -huh. And they filter all that stuff I mean, and eat that stuff, and the rest of the seawater goes out the side door. Let me tell you a story about a chimp named Travis. <laughs> I remember when they said Travis didn't care about eating people. And they said Travis would know he's been an old Navy commercial. He's been, no, he's wacky. Come on. Bring him a toy. And then, you know, that woman has no no ears or, or no, I mean, eye, oh. ear, nose, and throat. She has no eye, ear, nose, and throat. I mean, there's nothing. So, no, no, no. Thank you. Thank you. No. But you know what? And I mean this with all sincerity. I do mean this with absolute sincerity. That... I am really glad that there are folks like you in the world. And I, and I don't mean that in a snarky way. I mean, you know what? Uh, diving with whale sharks and, like, hiking up a mud trail and <laughs> sleeping in a tick pile or whatever, it's not for me. But I, just like I said to my wife, I am so glad that the, the, the tapestry of life has many threads. And you know what? Uh, I, I'm lame, and I stay at home, and, uh, you know, and I, I do my own thing and wallow in the popular media and in the electronic arts. Uh, you know what? And she is like busy climbing a mountain and mm -hmm. going to Machu Picchu and like looking at a thing that's a billion years old and eating. Like at one point, at one point, spent the night on an island that I guess has been there for hundreds of years. It's the most insane thing. It's like one of those things that you would swear to God, like if you saw them, but you, it seems like a thing you'd see in a, in a movie, like in an alien civilization film. It's 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 uh in the Amazon as you're on your way to Machu Picchu, and it's an island. I forget the name of it, but it is an island made out of reeds. By hand. Wow. And the island has been there forever. And she and I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, you know, they wanted getting out in the middle of the river to fish was just it was just too much work. So at some point decades ago, 
some group of the folks who live there, they just decided, okay, what we're going to take all these reeds and we're going to thatch together an island, just like a rug, and we're going to put it out in the middle of the river, and that's going to be the island that we stay on. And staying there for the night turned into a day and a week, and now there is a village that is on an island made out of reeds that they weave together by hand. And I said, well, how often do they have to... You know, to redo that, and she said that it's a constant thing. About every day, they spend five or six hours going around, finding which reeds are getting old or soggy or frayed, and then they, uh, you know, they, they sort of buttress them. Yeah. And it is it is an island made by weaving leaves together, essentially. And she spent the night there, like, sleeping on it. There's no way. F that. But I am so glad <laughs> that, that that exists in the world and that there are people who enjoy it and love it, and I'm glad that I'm with somebody like that, and I'm glad that you are like that. And I mean yeah, that yeah. sincerely. So No, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's welcome now to the Rick Emerson Show some special <laughs> guests, our good friends Davey Nipples and Storm Large. Hello. Uh, hi. How are you? Hi, guys. Thank you. We just you. wanted to drop off um, some flowers for you guys and a giant bag of coffee <laughs> because you're going you're to be needing it. it. And, um, Thank you. It's our next dinner party. We're going to have to have it at like 4 in the afternoon. <laughs> oh my we're going to be lame for the <laughs> oh. lunch party. Um, yeah, but it's it's it, you said it best when you said it was really nice to be able to be part of some good news finally. And that that just that made my day. It was so good to hear Tim's voice again on the radio. Yeah, indeed. And you could just hear the crackling energy in here. The old yeah. The old spark was back. So and I'm happy for you guys. I don't feel bad at all about dragging that out. By the way, I would have I would have drugged that out for an hour and a half. I know I you would. If have I could a... have extended that, if Sarah was suggesting it. You know, and the, the you know the big surprise is is, is, is for like ten minutes. I oh. would have. If I thought I could have got away with it, I would have made people wait four hours that to hear that. That is so incredibly mean. And I know. You, you made listeners totally cry. should have totally had some music <laughs> yeah. like Top 40 and just played it for like three minutes. <gasps> I really thought about Proud Mary. Oh. I thought about Proud Mary, but that would just be, that would be too much. That would be like one, one step too, too far. 30 so. minutes was a pretty good tease. It's, uh, well, you know, it's, 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 it was, really was a, is. Yeah, it was a full 30 minutes, I think. It's, it's a great thing. It really is. And it just is. It, it, Bastard. It is, it's still <laughs> a little surreal. I think Sarah and I were trying to get our heads around it. But the Tim thing, the, the move, the huge signal, I mean, all of that, it's just so awesome. It's fantastic. And, and we're really excited. We were actually on our way. We just really, it was just a spur of the moment thing to drop by and, and give our love and flowers and coffee and, well, We're very you. excited about thank the you, move. Thank you. Um, uh, just in a vague way, can I can I uh, say what uh, uh, what y'all sent me last night? Oh, you can you can talk about it. I just know you can't play it on the air. I can't play it, and it's not <laughs> going to be publicly available until. Uh, we're I... we're hoping March thirtieth. So uh, I told the story on I guess it would have been Monday, February twenty third. It was the day after the Oscar thing, which is where Tim and Sarah and I were were last uh, together. So I, uh, Tim and Sarah and I uh, and Richie went to do the um, Oscar Night America thing for the Hollywood Theater. And so Tim and I are all tucked up and whatever. And then uh, Storm s- uh, sends me this thing. She's like, hey, she's like, Davey and myself and this is all these people are going to be recording uh, the studio version of this song that I had heard about from some of our friends, including our friend Todd the Corpse, who had seen it like workshopped. And he's like, Storm has this song called um, My Vagina is Eight Miles Wide. <laughs> and it's fantastic, and it's like a great whistly sing-along song, and it's, I'm a Sunday school teacher, but it's righteous. It's like, you're going to hear it. And so we uh, had seen you guys play at Dante's, and you played it, and I mean, in Lauren, I went, this is the best song we've ever heard. And so Davey and Storm sent me the Zoom, we're like, hey, we're going to be recording that uh, vagina song. 
Would you like to come and, and be part of the, what would you call it, the straight men's chorus? The Vagina Stray Boys Choir, because it was a combination of straight and gay. Ah, there you go. <laughs> and a whole cavalcade of, of, of folks, and you'll have to list off some of the other names, because I'm terrible with that. As oh, you know, Marcus Cito, I Marcus know. Cito, Floyd Sclaver, uh, Jonathan Newsom, Jim Brunberg from Mississippi Studios, James Beaton of the Balls, Davey Nipples, and Mayor Sam Adams. Yeah, and and then myself. And so it's this insane, weird, like quasi scatological we are the world uh, oh. thing and it was just like so weird so there i'm at this like plush studio you guys have which is like the best thing i've ever seen by the way <laughs> it's not ours but it's jim's but it's it is pretty nice that place is just is fantastic and so i'm there and i'm in my tux and i'm sure there's video footage of it I, yeah probably. a little bit yeah i have some on my camera that'll yeah so make, it's like me in the vocal easier. booth yeah totally like dan Aykroyd, like with my headphones on in my tux and i'm singing you know i'm screaming about a vagina at the top of my lungs just awesome and uh and sam adam had been there and I wasn't actually there when he was there. He had to take off, but it, but I saw the video of him singing it and mm-hmm. then and then Mark and Davey and all these guys. Just it's just amazing. And Mark is a full on opera singer, full on opera singer, like an actual, real, honest to god opera yes. singer. Like you don't go like, well, he's like operatic. I mean, he is yes. an opera singer. Yeah, trained in opera, but but he's made his money being a novelist. So and, uh, because he wrote how I got in, uh, how I paid for college. how I paid for college, and. It was just so great. It was just so freaking cool. And not I'm not not because of me or whatever. It was just like the greatest the greatest and I did this whole thing with the the greatest Portland night where it's you know, it's just like weird and great and funny and crude and art and beautiful and mm-hmm. strange all at once. It was just like so great. And so then last night I get in my uh, I get in my inbox, I forget what the subject line even was. Oh, it was you're the Paul Stanley of vaginas, <laughs> which I think is something you said at Mississippi Studios. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially and when you hear this, card. did you did you hear it yet? No, I haven't. When I haven't. you hear it, you'll hear why. Okay, cool. He yeah, because I wanted to listen to it, but Rick's like, no, you have to listen to the final version. You can't cheat. She wanted so to see good. a YouTube like no. a live. Oh no, thing. yeah, okay. no, you got to hear the recording. We're done. You have a few minutes. We're done today. Yeah. All right, I'll play it for you. It's it's pretty righteous. <laughs> It is so freaking cool, and 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 again, I'm just the tiniest, tiniest, tiniest little mole on the shoulder of this song, but it's. And then to hear my to hear my voice, I'm listening to it last night at like one in the morning or something because I was just up to my eyeballs and sending emails yes. and writing things and like you may be hearing an announcement tomorrow. Don't freak out, you know whatever. Um, and I took a moment to listen to this song and it's just so good. And then at the end, I hear my own insane, weird, like poor man's Alice Cooper voice screaming the word oh. vagina at the end of the song over and over like a weird Steven Tyler in hell kind of a thing. And I actually just sat there and I just started doing that insane, uncontrollable, giddy giggling <laughs> on my couch. And I, my wife was asleep and everything. And I'm just in the living room, just laughing my fool head off, just un because it's been so busy and stressful. Oh, and just yeah. Hearing that it's such a great, hilarious, beautiful song. <laughs> And knowing and picturing like Sam Adams like singing it, and I just lost it. And it was it was exactly the pressure release I needed. Oh, last good, night. good. So anyway, it's well, just thank you. Great. And James Westby, I sent James Westby, the local filmmaker, uh, a copy of it, and he really wants to do a video of it. It's going to be a combination of an old 70s Massengale ad and a, and a Dr. Pepper commercial. Okay. That People magical. dancing in the street and me with a Vaseline lens, uh, riding on a horse, bareback, kind of eating a, eating a daisy, picking a daisy or whatever. It's going to be hilarious. I'm so excited. I love everything. I really do. <laughs> Maybe it's just that I'm exhausted and happy today, but, man, I just love Yeah, you things. guys are pretty punchy, but you know what? It's, it's a new day. This day has come, 90 days in in limbo, and, you know, in the history of this show, you guys have had a lot of ups and downs, but it's really nice to have 
such an up after it's such a down. And yeah, just as I said, the you know before this was public knowledge, and I said today, and I really mean it. That just the idea, and I you look, and I, and I know that uh, doesn't fix everything, doesn't change anything. You know, we're you know you know, and I mean this for, you know, for, for nothing more than nothing less than, than entertainment is what the show is. And, mm-hmm. and of course, I you know, so I always say I take our you know I take the I take our fun pretty seriously. And you know, we work really hard at being entertainers because entertainment is a really valuable kind of sacred thing. And people, Especially nowadays. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so it is it is nothing nothing more but nothing less than entertainment. And to whatever extent we can provide some sort of happy resolution, that we can provide some kind of a good ending to the story, some good news. You know what? I am, uh, I am beyond happy to do that. Good. So, and we are beyond happy to be a part of that and to share in that. Thank you. You're the coolest. Oh my God! Let's God. not hug, but think about it. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, Stormlarge.com is the website, and uh, things things happening, things to be announced things soon. To be things to be announced. Yeah. Things. Well, yeah. There's lots of exciting stuff. I start rehearsal for Crazy Enough tomorrow, which is your one woman show. The one woman show, which sounds kind of dorky when I say it, but it's actually pretty funny. And, so when does it and, start? Uh, cringe-worthy sexual things. Um, it opens on March 31st. Yeah, opens for previews, and then it runs, uh, right now it runs through June 7th uh, at Portland Center Stage, but it's going to be, um, it, it's already kind of sold out a lot, so I might, it might extend. Look at you, Finn. Look at me. All right, guys. All right. Well, thank you. I'll leave you to thank it. Thank you, Big Nipple Storm Large. Thank you so much. Not at all. Enjoy Thanks the coffee. Guys. Hey, the, the door is always will. open, and that that goes uh, that goes for uh, you know for starting yeah. Thursday as well. So Sorry. you're welcome Sorry. anytime. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thanks, all right. Guys. You too. Davy Nipple Storm Large, ladies and gentlemen. What fun! People just drop by this place. Uh, they bring you presents, flowers, coffee. Does it get any better? It's like the last week of uh, it's like the last week of Carson. Last week of Letterman before he moved. Did you moved. see how beautiful these flowers are? Yes, I'm oh yeah, no, that's fine. I uh, look at that. Those are those are beautiful. These aren't like you know, like dollar ninety nine flowers. These are like Whole Foods flowers. Really? You know, they're not in the studio. Now, can I say that? Could they be any cuter? They could not be cuter. Sir, could they be? Could they be looks like more the best couple you've ever seen? I mean, come on. Well, I mean, you and I both saw that when we went over there for dinner, and the you know like. It's all like homey and like warm and smells nice and, and like very considerate of each other. But uh, you know, but then there's these like great, uh, these great photographs. Like here's Davey playing guitar in front of a hundred thousand people. Here's remember the flip book? Totally, uh, just a pornographic flip book that they've made of themselves. <laughs> Storm is miming a sexual act. Here's Storm, you know, like it's singing, you know, on on uh, you know, singing a network television. Here's you know, I mean, it's just like. Uh, you know, here's the, the post for upcoming almost sold out in advance uh, one woman show. Here's, I mean, it's just they're, they're the coolest couple, and and they have just such a great, beautiful house. And Storm, of course, is an amazing cook. And then, of course, but then we're sitting the four of us at dinner, and it's the one story tells. So we're sitting there at dinner, and uh, Sarah and I feeling dorky and like we're college kids and <laughs> immature and juvenile and retards and. Uh, Storm is, you know, she's like made this fantastic, like here's some shepherd's pie, but it's a cauliflower, but it's only 10 calories, but it's wonderful, but here's multigrain bread, and I made it all, and look at me. I'm, multigrain bread was really good. <laughs> I'm a 1950s housewife, but I'm and Storm. I'm with, but and I'm with cauliflower instead of mushroom because it's healthier for you. You know what I mean? Well, Dave, yeah, and then Davey's sitting over there, he's like, he's like, I'm a rock star, and I have like the best car anybody's ever seen, and I have Mark Patton, Mike Patton from Mr. Bungle on speed dial, and I'm the coolest guy you've ever known, and but then as we're eating dinner, we're having that discussion, and then... Storm says something about a dildo, and Davy just belches really loudly. And at that moment, I thought, "By God, I this is the best thing ever." Here. So, all right, Todd Tolstis, we'll take a break. We'll come back more news. And if you're on hold, hang tight. We get more of your phone calls. Don't forget, this coming Thursday, the Rick Emerson Radio Program.
returns to, well, I was going to say returns, but Tim Riley returns to the Rick Emerson program as news director as we move to Rock 101 KUFO in mornings. That is this Thursday. We move to mornings on Rock 101 KUFO with Tim Riley returning to the program. Stay there. Back after this. Emerson Radio Program. It is Monday, March 9th, 2009. Don't forget, this coming Thursday, the Rick Emerson Radio Show moves to mornings on Rock 101 KUFO, featuring the return of Tim Riley in the news department, along with Sarah Eckstill and Richie Bristol and myself. Uh, more of your phone calls in like five seconds here. This is Todd Tulsa. Hello, sir. How are Hello, you? Rick Emerson. I'm fine. Thank you. I can't wait to get to Belize later tonight. Good Lord. I, I, and some with giant whale-sized sharks. Yes, whale-sized sharks. How long sharks. are you going to be there? Uh, about a week or so. Uh, good for you. And uh, by the way, can I just say, even after our conversation last night, we said like, oh, you know, we're going to have Tim come on. And we may not get to you a little, you know, maybe get to you a little late. Now look at how Todd has totally wrote, he's written out all of his news. Look at all these notes he wrote. He's written out his news by hand. Yeah. Over there, like impeccable, yeah. uh, you know, penmanship. Bless you, Todd Tolson. Yeah. You're a good person, well, I've Todd. I tried using the printer in this place, and I end up oh, not no. being able to find it or it's out of paper. Oh, and with a tiny something. little print? No, yeah. and there's no actual paper. It's <laughs> sort of a novelty printer. Last week, I know. I needed a ballistics expert to read some of the headlines. This is there for decoration. We'll get some more news here in one moment. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. What's up? Hi, Rick. Congratulations, man. Thank you, sir. This is Dave in Portland. I am a longtime caller and a full-time listener. Uh, i got to tell you. You have more lives than my cat. <laughs> uh, it really don't ever think for a moment that that is not uh, acknowledged or recognized by known by me. Don't, and we should. I should say that too. Actually, don't. I don't want anybody to ever, 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 ever think that we are assu- ungrateful in are, any way. Are ungrateful or assume that anything is our birthright or that we are owed anything or that anything is just ours by entitlement. Or that we deserve anything to just be given to us? Don't ever. Yeah, we. That is not uh, the case. Yes, you earned it, man. I've been listening to you guys since you followed Imus, and uh, that's how long I've been listening. I, I know. I was, that's okay. Years. And you earned it. You have earned everything that you people are going to enjoy and have enjoyed thus far. Sarah, I love you. Oh, thank you. You are a wonderful, wonderful person on the radio. You're just a voice out there. I don't know you guys from from anything, but. You've been a part of my life now for nine years, 
and uh, and and having Tim back on the radio when he used to sit across from me on the bus uh, every morning for geez near four years downtown. You know, and you ignored each other peacefully. <laughs> well, actually, uh, oh, you I didn't try to, to speak to point, him. I used to make a point of putting myself between him and and the great unwashed. Oh, as a shield. Oh, Good for you. Nice. Excellent. Well done, and, like a flak jacket made of skin. Well, and, you know, six foot one, about three hundred fifty pounds. Excellent. It's not likely anybody's going to get a Tim through me. Good for you, sir. At least not on my bus. Excellent. So, anyway. I, I'm sorry I missed Storm. <laughs> oh, she'll be back. Uh, she always is. So, yeah, no, she'll be stopping by to see us again. Uh, she cost me a girlfriend, but it was worth it. <laughs> um, I love that one. Nope. nope. Okay. Yeah, we'll just leave oh, that. Oh, I kind of want to know, but okay. You wanna, well, <laughs> maybe next time. Save yeah. that for your next call. <laughs> but you so. have to tell us sometime. All right. I will tell you sometime, but it's not near as good as you think it is. Thank you, my friend. Well, good. thank you for the congratulations. We appreciate it. Thank I'll, you so much. I'll be up and listening to you guys at 5 o'clock Thursday, listening to you crawl across the floor with your invertebrate lips and stuff. You know, it's going to be it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Spread the word, my friend. <laughs> That's all I do. Okay. Thanks so much. All right. There you go. There's that guy. Um, just, That's uh, awesome. It is. I mean, and and that it's worth noting one more time that when he said, when he says, you know, we got more lives than a cat or whatever. I mean, this is what and somebody sent me an email. This is now, I guess we call it his version six of the show. I don't even well, remember it. So it was you and Tim and. What was the version when we came back to CBS? Was that five? I think it was five, five. when we returned to CBS. Where we, when we came to CBS. So it was you meet Tim, Scotty J. So when we uh, see, I don't even know how are we doing it though. Are we doing it like five point one, five point five? Like when Scotty left, is that five point something? I don't know. And there are also changes like when Matt um, stepped aside and then became executive producer at CBS. I mean, we had different versions of the show even when the show was on. And then there's the Tim thing, you know, when Tim left in December, and, and now he, there's and this. Scotty. I don't really know. At some point, we'll have to figure there's it Christina. out. Christina. I mean, man, I still wonder what happened to Christina. I, I don't know. Maybe we, maybe we should, maybe between now and and Wednesday, uh, between the end of the show and Wednesday, we have to find out. Sometimes, honestly, I just want, I want to find her so I could just thank her. I want to give her a big hug. Thanks for, uh, you know, quitting to get knocked up. Seriously, had she not, had she not left, I would have never ever had the chance to do that. Thank like, you. I, I seriously want to give her a big hug and thank her for procreating and getting married and moving to Ben. Well, you can thank Jesus for that, uh, Sarah. It is through him that all things are possible. So, thank you, Jesus. Uh, all right, do one more here, and then we'll do uh, some uh, news. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson radio program. What's up? Uh, not much, Rick. Just wanted to call and say uh, best and worst show ever. Rick Emerson is was, listening. I thought I was going to throw up, to be honest with you, this morning. Oh, oh because of the uh, because of the nerve wracking uh, uh, you know tension. Yes, you are a bastard. Well, that's really what I do. And as I was I saying, I, I would have dragged it out even longer if I could have, only because I knew at the end that uh, for once uh, in our for once in our miserable lives we were going to pay it off with something happy, and we so very rarely get to do that. I I sent an email out to a handful of folks last night. Uh, saying, hey, by the way, you're going to hear a little thing. You're going to see something. Don't freak out. You know, here, here's the deal. Keep it under your hat. And so we told a very, very small number of people late last night, said, here's the deal. We're going to announce this tomorrow. I want to let you know. And I said in that email, and I, and I think uh, I think we, we sent an email out to the Glorious Bastards that said something very similar. That it, it, Almost never do we get to come on and make a dramatic announcement like that that ends with something good. It's yeah. always the whole, you know, so, and uh, if you'd like to, uh, you know, hire us to come work your party or bat mitzvah, we're, we're available. And, you know, and just, I'm so glad that we were able to do it, take it the other way this time. So, yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot for that. 
I had, I work at a pretty major trucking company as a mechanic. I was like, you know, this is Monday. I'm about to get laid off. This is friggin' great. I was loading up my tools. I was going to fake sick, go home, screw it all. Happy Monday. Now, when you said that you're about to get laid off, is that true or is that a fear? Uh, actually, we just got, I just got the email and it's, I, they may move me to another division, but who knows? We're waiting for the next communication. And so you, uh, if I can, you have to tell me the company, of course. But what do you say? So you do you uh, are, do you just drive truck? Is that or are you are you a mechanic or what do you what do you yeah. load it? What do you do? No, I'm a mechanic for the trucking company. Okay. It's, it's exactly like UPS, just their competitor. Okay. And so this is a it, sort of a something is gonna happen email, but then the what's going to happen email is gonna come out later on. Correct. They uh, they told us they're getting rid of. One division of our maintenance mm-hmm. and going 100% with vendors because they say it can save money. Right. And right. then, uh, so that basically there's three of us in the division that do what we do. So they're, we don't know what's going to happen, but I, I assume we'll all be laid off and be able to wake up early and listen to you at all. Well, thank you, sir. What, when, when do you, when will you hear the next, uh, you know, when will you hear the final resolution? Do you know when that's going to happen? Uh, we assume in the next week to two weeks. All right. Well, let us know how it, uh, let us know how it turns out. We'll be, We'll be sending the positive vibe your way, but uh, but keep us in the loop if you would, sir. Appreciate it. Love All you, right. Tim. Sir, Rick. Thanks. All right. Thank thanks. you, my friend. Bye. All right. There you go. Uh, well, that's a that's a thing that's not going to stop anytime soon, unfortunately. So, you know. Mm. Any day now, hopefully. Well, the good news is people will be getting up earlier to hear your new show. Yes. Well, we can start people off. You know what? Here's the thing. You're either you're either getting up you're going to work. Or you're uh, still up because you've been drinking uh, your problems away all night. Right. Or you are getting up uh, to go seek employment or some combination of the above. So, uh, you know, if we can be there to, to kind of get people out of bed exactly. uh, with a little bit of a smile on their face, you know, uh, you know, uh, that is, I'll take that. You're yeah. going to be providing a public service to this community. It is a noble calling. <laughs> getting people out of bed early and getting them on their way. Mm. Do uh, one more here. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Who might this be? Uh, hey, Rick. This is Greg. Hello, sir. Hey, man. Uh, I just... Uh, First off, I wanted to uh, I wanted to say that since Storm and Davey were in that uh, I ran into Davey uh, a while back, just kind of an everyday life, everyday life, and mm-hmm. just the nicest guy. I mean, I was such a dork talking to him, but he was just very nice, and very cool. Yeah, and, yeah uh, they're the coolest couple ever. They are just both absolutely. of those guys. They're just fantastic. Yeah, and I wanted to say I'm really looking forward to being able to delete Tim's last show from my iPod, which I kept on that I would occasionally listen to just because I missed hearing Tim's voice, and I was. Oddly enough, listening to it this morning, as, as you guys were saying, you know, it's not going to be the last time. And uh, Bruce Agler saying, well, I just kind of threw together the parts that I had and all this kind of stuff. But uh, I, I, I'm really happy for you. I wanted to offer my uh, congratulations and uh, gives me a, a good reason to get up in the morning. All right. Thank you, sir. Well, you call us anytime. You spread the word, sir. Thanks, Rick. Thank you, my friend. All right. Um, that's funny. Uh, he said he was listening to this morning, listening to the Tim's last show on December 8th, which is Nothing wrong with it. I mean, it, it, it's odd. You know, you wouldn't necessarily think that, that was the show people would choose to listen to, but it was in many ways. It was just a very, very, you know, it was what, probably one of the most important shows we've ever done in in the sense that it was, you know, there was an, an acknowledgement of, you know, of just how how far the show has come, and, and I can take almost no credit for that. I mean, that's that's all, you know, I, I really have just the easiest job out of everybody. I mean, of Sarah, of Richie, of Tim, um you know, certainly of, of any number of the, the folks who programmed, uh, you know, the, the stations have been on or worked, you know, tried to, tried to form me into some semblance of a, of a radio host. I've had the easiest job. And so anything good you hear in the show is almost, you know, 
I'm not trying to be falsely modest. I'm just saying there's, there's a lot to the show, and, and I am just, you know, just one part of it. And Bruce Agler, who was our uh, program uh, programmer emeritus, he it, it was sort of like a weird Iron Chef thing, but like Iron, but you know, but like an Iron Chef, like like at the like at the Salvation Army kitchen or something, where he was like, well, all I got is I got this stringy-haired uh, talk show host. Uh, and then I got this uh, this weirdo uh, newsman who keeps getting fired from everywhere and sounds like Rod Serling. <laughs> and I got uh, this uh, sorority girl from WSU. And then I got, I don't even remember who else it was at that point. I mean, I, I don't mean to knock anybody. I'm just saying it's, it's like a billion different people that have sort of come and gone. But it was like, these are the, you know, these. And, and you know, and Richie's a big part of it, too. But, I mean, just in terms of years past, this, the, the Rick, Tim, Sarah, that was the ingredient combination that really that's when he went aha right there that's we're keeping that that's it uh you know so we're you know we're, we're proud to proud to be back together uh todd tolsis do we have one more break here sir yes all right uh so what I'm do you sorry think we haven't gotten too many stories that's okay uh, it's kind of a full, of, day. full of news uh that's far more important than you know some you know chimps crotch on fire you know so oh, now nothing's oh, more nothing important than that <laughs> do you feel uh looking at the clocky field news or do you feel uh wrap-up contact observations thoughts with todd why don't we get the last break out of the way and then have um like a couple news stories on the other side all right. come back after this you're on hold hang tight we'll try to get to a few calls before we wrap it up today uh, on the other side, Todd Tulsis as well. Stay there. It's the Rick Emerson Radio Program moving to mornings this Thursday on Rock 101 KUFO. Stay there. We now enter the saddest part of the broadcasting day, the final segment of the Rick Emerson Radio Program. So don't forget, we will be here uh, tomorrow, which is Tuesday the 10th. We will be here to, uh, the day after that, which is Wednesday the 11th, and then on... And then? And then is uh, Thursday, March 12th, 5 a.m. Uh, 5 to 9 a.m. This program moves to mornings on Rock 101, KUFO, featuring the return of Tim Riley as news director. That's I don't know sad. how you guys can even contain your excitement at this point. Seriously, I... I don't even I don't even know how to feel emotion right now. I am really I mean, you don't get me wrong. I think we are really excited, but I think it's two things. One is that um, I think we're both just feeling a little drained. I can't speak for any, I can't speak for Sarah, but I think I kind of can. Well, we were at the studio, you know, yesterday together for like eight hours. Yeah, and you know, and just it's been you know like with anything, it's making you to dotting all the uh, the eyes and crossing the t's and 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 as we've said jillions of times, even apart from this, it's just been such a weird few months anyway. I think the the you know the thing since Tim, you know since Tim left on December eighth, I, I'm really and again you know, that guy that guy called up and he said he thinks he's going to be laid off. So it's like I can't complain too loudly. But I mean it's just but it, you know but you it does take a cumulative toll on anybody. I think working in a stressful environment. Well, and if you're used to working with a team, I mean one of your team members goes away like in any job. Exactly, and Hard. and you know you guys have all uh, you know Todd, you and and Don and Dave Walker and Dave Schmicky and Chuck Knopf and everybody have been so gracious and so wonderful. But at the same time, I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but at the same time, I think part of us is like, oh, they're going to wise up any day now and tell us to get bent. <laughs> they're going to tell us to, to just go eat one. And so, you know, it's just been, it's been, I think, you know, just kind of a long, a long crank up to this in some ways. And so we, I, I speak it's a long my, crank up to something. I didn't know if we were going to, like, every day we come in. And it's like, okay, we're either going to be employed or not. Like, just like everybody. So it was either glorious success or desperate shame. And I think I, I'm... I'm absolutely very excited. Also, part of it is that I just can't let myself get too out of control about it right now, because we're gonna do two more days here. Then on Thursday we actually do the thing. So I gotta, I gotta modulate my own, modulate my own nerves at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd Tolsis, uh, you can be reached at imagingvoice.com. Imagingvoice.com, yeah. 
And uh, you do. And you are off to a fun adventure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm off to Belize later tonight, and I'll be back in about a week, and I expect to you know, be hearing good things when I get back here. Uh, I want you people to just knock them dead on uh, KUFO 101 FM. Excellent. Uh, we will absolutely be doing so. Todd, uh, Tulsa's of course, can be reached for voice work of all fashions, manners, and varieties. Yes. Imagingvoice.com. Yes. Yeah. Imagingvoice.com. And incidentally, uh, when all this is said and done, uh, all of you guys are going to dinner with us. We're taking yes. you all out to dinner. And we're going to do it all like as a big group. Like, so it'll be like really strange because it'll be all these crazy personalities. All together. Because it'll be like you and like David Walker and then like Schmidtke and then like Don and Chuck Knopp and everybody will be sitting next to each other and no one will get along. So this it'll be great. This is terrific. They gave you, the guys at the Big Shots at CBS gave you guys a, an indiscretionary slush fund to play with. This what? is terrific. Well, they don't really know about that yet, but yeah. you know what? <laughs> I'll be on the air by the time that billing hits the books. So, <laughs> bam! All right, Todd Tolsis, we will speak to you again, undoubtedly, but uh, for now, travel safe. And Thanks. although we will, uh, we will speak again, uh, thank you. So much. Thank you so much, really. It's in the truest sense. uh, You guys, we could not have done it without you, and we wouldn't still be here without you guys. So thank you. You guys, it's been so much fun. Thank you for having me over. All right. Todd Tolson, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We want to thank Cena Radio correspondents Lisa Desjardins and Steve Kastenbaum. Rick Emerson, show produced today and every day by the lovely and talented Sarah Stillen for AM970 The Talker. The newsroom, Todd Tolsis and Tim Riley. On the phones, Richie Bristol, the gatekeeper, Dave's in the web, mistress Bridget from upstairs, and of course, CBS Radio Portland marketing guru, Susan. Don't ever, under any circumstances, F with me. Reynolds, Mike O'Mara, show next. Phil Hendry at 7. John and Jeff at 11. Thanks for listening. Be safe. Watch out for snakes and alarms, and we'll see you all tomorrow at uh, 10 for the recap, 11 for the show, and Thursday morning on Rock 101 KUFO. Stay there. And now, though, from the Ministry of Truth, this is Tim Riley.